This is Tyler, the trusty intern, and you are listening to the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 58 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Today's topic is going to be the newly released Guild Wars 2, and in studio to talk about Guild Wars 2 is Adrian. Adrian, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah, Adrian was on episode 9, PC Gaming, which was in our early days, in the baby days of the podcast. Uh, Adrian's a avid Guild Wars player, played a ton of Guild Wars 1, and now is playing a ton of Guild Wars 2. Indeed. So you're gonna you're gonna help me talk about it because you and me played it a ton. Will yeah. got it but didn't play it as much. So yeah, hmm. right. Yeah. All right. Uh, nibble bits. Uh, Corey, why don't you get a start with nibble bits? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on live founder Steve Perlman has left the company to pursue other projects. AKA he was fired. <laughs> uh, this guy named Gary Lauder, uh, who was one of the investors that helped keep on live afloat after the whole fiasco last week, is taking over as chairman. Um, I guess on a Facebook page for former OnLive employees, that's kind of sad that they... Well, I guess it's not sad. I guess it's a good thing they banded together. Yeah, network, um, network, networking. <clears throat> yeah, uh, many of them, many of the former employers said that they wouldn't return to their old jobs if Perlman remained with the company. Hmm. Apparently he's a brilliant but difficult <clears throat> person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's fine, you know, if as long as he's going to do other brilliant things, I'm okay with him moving on. Sure. Uh, like uh, a like French Pe- gamer... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Like Peter Molyneux? Yeah. Molyneux. No. Spread your brilliance. Don't yeah. just focus on a crappy game that comes out every now and again. Yep. Uh, a French gamer named Surfuse has already hit the level cap of 80 in Guild Wars 2, and that was as of Monday at about 1 p.m. Eastern Time, mm-hmm. uh, before the game was even officially released. Mm-hmm. And apparently he did so through crafting. Yeah. Um, That's freakish. Yes, it is. Arena even stated you can max out every crafting profession and be level 80. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Although I can't see, like, I feel like that would be slower than combat, but maybe not. The problem for me would be just getting materials. I'd, I'd seen that uh, the guild, the guild that he yeah. was in, supplied him with materials. Ah. So that's kind of... Big group effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should, he should give... Should. Yeah, so I don't know if he should get all that credit. No, he shouldn't. His, his guild his should get... guild did it. Yeah. Round of applause. Yeah, for, for the guild. For the yeah. guild. Not for just that guy. He was selfish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's French, the guild Dan. Decided so. like we want this publicity and this what's the prestige, so we'll uh we'll have the first level eighty, you know. Yeah, it's freaky. But anyway, continue. Moving on. Uh, Remedy's head of franchise development said this. You always ask yourself, can the new consoles really be that much better than the old ones? Be assured, they are. It is a quantum leap forward. Um, I just thought that was interesting because we always do say, like, you know, can games really get that much better? Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy, Remedy is the the developer that did Alan Wake. I think you played Alan Wake, Eric? I haven't, haven't played it. Uh, okay. Um, 
but yeah, he says that they are a quantum leap forward, so hmm. sounds promising. He didn't specify which next-gen console. I can pretty much guarantee he wasn't talking about the Wii U. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what makes you say that, Corey? <laughs> Everything? Uh, I, I won't, we won't get into it here. Uh, Psychonauts is out today? Today on PSN as a PS2 classic. Um, it's a cl- critically acclaimed Tim Schafer-developed piece, uh, and I guess each level is based on the psyche of each character. It's one of those cult classic games that I've been meaning to get around to playing um, and just haven't yet. Yeah, I don't know. Here. Adrian or uh, we have t- Todd is in studio as well. Have either of them played Psychonauts? Mm-mm. No. Todd, did you play ever play Psychonauts? No. No. No, no okay. one's played it. Yeah, because I know very little about it other than what I read about it. I wanted to get it when it came out for Xbox, and I just never got around to getting it and playing Wait, it. Wait, Psychonauts, I played the demo, I think. It was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. If if I I wouldn't play it by myself, but if if my friends were playing it, I'd definitely play it. Mm-hmm. Is it multiplayer? Yeah, I think so. Are you thinking of that yep. or Awesome Knots? I'm thinking of Awesome Knots. Never oh, mind. There you go. <laughs> Close. Yeah, Are they Close. related? Russia, England, same thing. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I make one right. of these mistakes a week, and here it is. It's <laughs> usually about this time. So. At least you get it got it out of your system. <laughs> Onward and upward. Uh, my last nibble bit, as part of the Borderlands 2 marketing campaign, Borderlands was quote-unquote demade uh, into a 16-bit version, and it was a lot of fun. It was just based in your browser. Um, Dan, you played it too, right? No, I just I, retu- I tweeted it again after you had already tweeted it. Yeah, it was, I didn't get a chance to play it. It's pretty awesome. It's a lot like a, like a Smash TV where you just stand in the middle and uh, enemies come from either side and you blow their brains out. Oh, cool. Nice. But yeah, it's pretty cool because the, the way they present it, it says like Borderlands wasn't always a Xbox or you know Xbox 360 gen game. I mean, even though it was, but it was just kind of fun thinking like the retro version of Borderlands. I'm well, sure some people believed it probably really was like an old 16-bit game. Well, that that they like Gearbox likes to make jokes, both in game and and out of game. So I always enjoyed that about about the Borderlands franchise. Not enough for you to poke fun. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Will, what do you got for Nibble Bits? Uh, my first one is Gaming Accessory Maker PDP. <clears throat> leaked at the Wii U's release day at a uh, presentation at GameStop Managers Conference in Texas. The supposed release date is November 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, my next nice. one is Battlefield 3's new large-scale vehicle-focused DLC called Armored Kill is coming out September 4th. And my final one is Square Enix released a port of their game The World Ends With You for the iOS devices. It's $17.99 for iPhone and $19.99 for iPad. Yeah. Pricey. Steep. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Skyrim's new expansion, Hearthfire, will allow players to purchase land, plan, and build your own dream house, and adopt neighborhood children. Available September 4th for 400 Microsoft points. Sweet. Sounds a lot like Fable to me. I thought this was supposed to be the zombie... No, Hearthfire makes you, you can build a house. Adopting children is one of my favorite hobbies, so I'm pretty no. pumped for that. Well, I hated the children in Skyrim. I did, did want to kill all of them because <laughs> so adopt them they're, and kill they're them. annoying. I could, yeah. I could use them as uh, Dark Brotherhood I was, fodder. I was adopted, so I feel like I'm allowed to say that. Oh, there you go. You can pick on adopted children. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't want to adopt a Skyrim children because they, they annoyed me. But anyway, uh, GameStop is offering exclusive Borderlands 2 content called the Creature Slaughter Dome, and it's just what it sounds. It's a dome where you slaughter creatures. Uh, probably not worth having to deal with GameStop to get that. So Probably not. 
And then Activision re revealed its hardened and care package editions for Black Ops 2, with the priciest one being Care Package, which includes bonus in-game content, Nuketown Zombies and Nuketown 2025, exclusive PlayStation 3 system multiplayer theme and zombie theme, MD-27 Dragonfire Drone with remote control, limited edition challenge coins, official soundtrack by Jack Wall with theme by Trent Reznor, collectible steelbook, also included exclusive weapon camp and exclusive player card backgrounds. You can get that for the low, low price of $179.99. Oh, shit. Get right on that. GameStop's still open for how long? I'm going to run over there. And pre-order it? Yeah. <laughs> only 180 only the cost of... of Three games. That's 180 bucks. Yeah. So that's all I got. I'm gonna ask him if I can pay a little more for it, actually, for all that. 200. 200. Nah, make it 250. <laughs> go ahead. My you can just tip him yep. really well, Eric. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is gonna publish its first free-to-play Xbox 360 game. It's called Happy Wars, and it's gonna feature microtransactions. What do you guys think about that going to consoles? Whatever. I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to play Happy Wars, Dan? No, I'm good. Yeah, me either. I Corey, would you play something like that? Uh, I mean, it all depends on the game. I, just the, by virtue of the fact that it's free-to-play isn't an automatic turn-off for me. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'd have to play it. I'm going to try it at some point, probably. At least try it, yeah. I guess <coughs> they didn't confirm that it's going to be anything like the microtransactions. It might just be cosmetic stuff for your characters. Like 80 Microsoft points for a shirt. Yeah, stuff like that. Stupid shit. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the Wii U release date was rumored to be November 18th because a company said they were going to release the accessories that day. Got but that. We got that one already. Got that covered. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Sorry. I was busy with something. Somebody was Anal thing. Um, And <laughs> Prey 2 has not been canceled as previously announced. Oh, there um, you go. Yeah, they, I guess they said they were going to shelf it for a while because they weren't happy with the progress of the game, but mm -hmm. it's just not going to come out this year like previously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Prey, I, I guess, is a really, uh, like, a cult classic type of game. I, I never played it, but everyone that, that plays it loves it and says it's awesome. So okay. they were really looking forward to Prey 2. It sounds cool. Going to have to wait. Yeah. That's good. Okay. I like to see this stuff's not canceled. Corey, how was your week? It was good, Dan. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> um, I had a... Interesting occurrence. Last week, uh, on the train to work one morning, it ran smooth every morning, um, and then one, I forget what day it was, but when I say why um, my train was delayed, people will know what day it was, but um, yeah, it was it was delayed and it stopped for a while, and then they're like, alright, this I, I take the M train to work, and they're like, this, this M train is going to go on the F line from now on, and I'm like, that's weird, why would they just switch the line, like in the middle of nowhere, so I had to get up and um, I was only one stop away from my stop anyway, but I had to get up, go up to the city and walk the rest of the way to work. Come to find out, it was because of the shooting at the Empire State Building. Uh-huh. I didn't even my hear train, about that. My train goes right underneath, and uh, that was right around the time when it happened, and, you know, hmm. I guess they wanted to keep everybody safe just in case it was worse than what it turned out to be. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Come to find out, do you, that, ten people were shot that day. Um... And I only one person was shot by the shooter. What? The rest were shot by cops. Really? <laughs> oh my god. Did they release that information? Or did no, you have to, like, I didn't hear that. that. I didn't yeah, hear that. I, uh, that came out on Monday, I think. 
I didn't even hear about this. So the cops just started unloading on crowds of people? What happened? Well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> six six uh, wounds were from bullet fragments, which uh, means they deflected and yeah. shattered and hit people. But, like, the cops legitimately shot two or three people um, and then the shooter and killed him. Wow. Fortunately, all the innocent bystanders survived. That's good. To my knowledge. It was just the... What happened was it was a disgruntled yeah. ex-employee. Yeah. Uh, and shot a coworker he didn't like and killed him, which sucks for that guy. Um, yeah. And the cops showed up and, and gunned him down, but gunned everybody else down too. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess I would consider myself a part of that, seeing as how my morning was inconvenienced, affected negatively. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was probably the most interesting thing to happen to me in the last week. I did start listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Have any guys listened to the Joe Rogan podcast? I have, no. a it's, little bit. It's been suggested to me before. It's pretty good. Um, I've never really been a fan of Joe Rogan. I always thought he was kind of like a douchebag yeah. and like, bro. And, and he kind of is in some way. Well, I guess not. he's really not, just the fact that he works out and likes talking about it and talks about his supplements and stuff like that. Um, but they just hang out and get all sorts of messed up on drugs and just talk about <laughs> the Headiest of headiest topics, yeah. like conspiracy. Eric, you would love it, like conspiracy theories, and yeah, it was crazy. I forget who he was talking to. It was a guy, Duncan Trestle. Does anybody know Duncan Trestle? Yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah, and they they were all sorts of high, uh, <laughs> and they make the fact that fact known that they're blitzed. I'm gonna check it out. And they were talking about, I guess there's this this theory called the stoned ape theory that they started talking about that this guy had that. Part of the reason apes evolved into man was because they started eating a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> and had these, oh, I like, get it. Stoned ape. And had like these psychedelic experiences, and it just changed their their view of of themselves and the world around them. <laughs> and, and I guess mushrooms make you a little bit more, for lack of a better word, horny than normal. And so they were reproducing more, which led to more genetic difference between oh, yeah. tribes and all that stuff. Huh. Um, it was really interesting, and it's like that's just one example of all the heady stuff they talk about. But it was really—I I was actually listening at work, and I couldn't stop. It that's was fantastic. Funny. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's a good podcast. I've only ever heard Joe Rogan on Adam Carolla's podcast. I always like him on there because they have—they have good, good chemistry. Those two. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was always interested. But I do like a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. They're fun. They, yeah, they were good today. Uh, I forget the guy who was some guy who's like a 26-year-old dude who's running for Congress somewhere, um, and they were just talking about all the like crap that the government is pulling behind our backs. Oh yeah. About it. Yeah. Actually, stuff that's proven that that this co- this guy who's running for Congress talked about. It was really interesting. Yeah, that the the news the the fourth estate doesn't ever report on. Right. They talked exactly about that too. They yeah. talked about the National Defense Authorization Act, which basically means the government can imprison you without a really good reason yep. indefinitely without trial. Yep. Um, they talked about the Stellar Wind program, which is basically uh, extension of the Patriot Act and wiretapping and how this multi-million dollar complex in Utah is storing all of the information of everything we do electronically. And they say it's legal because it's they don't look at it until there's a problem and then they go back and access it. Mm-hmm. But still. like, well, Who's to say what a problem is? Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's another thing. They, they're intercepting my, my nudie photos that I mm. send out to people. I mean, down the line, if you do something bad, they can go back. And go back, them. yeah. And you, use that to incriminate you. Sure. That's crazy. 
God, don't even get me going on that. Makes me sick. <laughs> but anyway, I don't want to get my blood all angered up. Yeah, not yet. No, not yet. It's a little early in the night for that. I forgot to mention this just briefly, because I read they didn't talk about this on the podcast, but I read it today after that, that podcast I was listening to. Um, that Stella or whatever was brought up um, to whatever whatever justice court or whatever, and they shot it down. And the guy that shot it down saying it was unconstitutional the next day came down with pancreatitis, acute pancreatitis, and was in the hospital. And they actually came to the hospital and tried to get him to rescind um, his decision on that. Wow. That's Holy horrible. Crap. It's like they gave him acute pancreatitis as a threat. Be like, look, if you don't change this, wow. we're going to make it worse. I went in on this. I want to be part of something like that. <laughs> something real seedy, man. You know? Well, we have the platform, the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We do. <clears throat> we can browbeat people into and be, into being our fans and <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Let's pe- start pe- that next week. People like Todd, right, Todd? Yeah, we do. <laughs> all right, so that that all you got, Corey? Yeah. Sorry to get off, you know. Okay. No, that's fine. That's what <laughs> so it's for. Depressed. <laughs> I gotta go home now and cry. No, we're gonna talk about Guild Wars yeah. later. Don't yeah. you worry. I'm we'll, excited for that. We'll 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 bring it right back up. Uh, Will, how was your week? Yeah, it was all right. Uh, the highlight of the week was having Dan's son Max over at the house in Newark Valley for a night. Mm-hmm. And he was a he was a joy to yeah. have. There was one point where my sister's cat hissed at uh, Max, and Max started crying, saying "Gimli" while running away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was so it was precious. He wanted his doggy. Yeah, but he was he put on a show for everyone. Yeah. He was gone actually the entire weekend. I, that was the first time I hadn't, hadn't seen him in two, it was two days. Wow. It was a good weekend though because Guild Wars came out, so <laughs> I would I would have ignored him anyway. Was, <laughs> did, did you seriously loan out your son to play Guild Wars? Yes. No, no. Actually, <laughs> what happened? Oh, mom and dad wanted to take him on Friday, and then Val's mom, my wife's mom, wanted to take him on Saturday. So I was like, it's a good weekend for it. I don't usually like to pawn off my child on other people but yeah it was a good weekend for it so yeah that all you got will yep all right eric what about you uh i don't think i did anything too exciting this week actually i nothing work 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 and that's about it dan played a little bit of video games mostly demos Mm -hmm. of stuff but uh yeah that's it okay i didn't do anything particularly interesting other than play Hours and hours and hours of Guild Wars this weekend. <laughs> um, nothing really to talk about on that, but we'll be talking about that during the main segment. Uh, Adrian, you have anything you want to talk about? <coughs> Got a trip coming up? I do have a trip coming up. Yeah, where are you going? If Finland. you want to talk about yeah. Finland? What's going on in Finland? My boyfriend lives there. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm go visit him. Cool. She'll be gone for an Helsinki? entire month. For a month. Oh, he lives outside Helsinki. Okay. Yeah, is he Finnish? He is Finnish. Is he a hockey guy? Um, I think he is because he's Finnish. It's just <laughs> so you kind of have. They're born. They're born that way. Yeah, you have to yeah, like hockey and rally like racing. Hockey and rally racing. Yeah, <laughs> that's my kind of like country. All winter sports. Cool. It's my kind of country. We should open a Helsinki, Finland thumbstick athlete studio. We dance. should. That's where we'll Skype me in from there. <laughs> How's that sound? Perfect. They probably have faster internet than we do. Sure. Our internet sucks. Here in America, unless, unless you live in Kansas City and you have the Google Fiber Internet, yeah, jerks. That said, if we have any listeners in Kansas City, jealousy, you guys. Only so, for that though. Only for the internet, yeah. 
you know, if you're a Chiefs fan, sorry. If you're a, Can- a Royals fan, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, oh, we actually have a musical guest this this week. Uh, the musical guest is the band If Madrid, um, from the album Funeral Porn. Yes, that's the, the one. The song you're gonna hear is called Angie. So, enjoy. We're happy to finally have a. Mi- How long has it been since we've had a it's musical? It's been a while. Guest? Yeah. It's been a while, and I, I actually I, I like this band a lot. Yeah. Not just because my friends in it, but I actually really like. Well, we them. listened to their music like before we started. Yeah. It's it was good. It's good. They they put on a good show too. Yeah. High energy. Yeah. It, did, it, did, I saw them right. At the, I think one of the you Halloween did. Halloween parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did. They're yeah, they were a blast. High energy. Mm-hmm. Good I like stuff. that. So yeah, as I said before, the song you're gonna hear is Angie by the by the band uh, If Madrid, and we'll be right back with our main segment right after that. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 58 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Our topic today is Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2 is the MMORPG from ArenaNet and NCSoft, developed by ArenaNet, published by NCSoft. Yes. Am I right? Okay. Yep. Now, f- f- before we get into Guild Wars 2, let's talk a little bit about Guild Wars 1. You played Guild Wars 1, Adrian. I did, for years. Um, now, that wasn't... 
like a true MMORPG, right? It was instanced. Out of, instanced. It was a little, if anyone's played Fantasy Star Online, it was a little bit like that, where you have your hub world, where everyone can kind of interact, and then once you group up or whatever, you kind of go into your own. You go into the actual game. They, they, actually, I had heard described as a co-op MM, uh, or a co-op RPG. That kind of yeah. seemed right. Yeah. But, but was there like a marketplace where people could sell stuff to uh, different players and stuff like that in Guild Wars mm, One? Nah, no. No. People just sold you, stuff in lobbies. Okay. Much. Oh, like per, person to person. Yeah. Okay. It was a little bit like that in Star Wars Galaxies. People did that a lot, but I don't want to talk about Star Wars Galaxies. I'm talking about <laughs> Guild Wars Two. <laughs> I could talk about Star Wars Galaxies, but I'm not gonna. Um, did you notice any other like any other big differences between Guild Wars One and Two? Everything's different. Everything's different because it's a different type of game. Yeah, so. it's a different type of game. Combat's different. Mm -hmm. For the better. Different. Oh yeah, for the better. Nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. But Guild Wars Two is amazing. I'm just gonna throw that right out there, right, yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Um. So let's get into the races. Um. You know, when you go to make your character. You have five races to choose from. Uh, Asura, which is what I made. Asuras are little gnome-like creatures with big uh, big ears. Dan uh, always goes for the gnome. I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I made a gnome in my brief stint with uh, uh, World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. And then my main character in, in EverQuest was a gnome, too. Right. And, and EverQuest, uh, EverQuest 1 and 2. Dan resembles a Tolkien creature. <laughs> I do, a little bit. I do, a little bit. Hairy feet like a hobbit. Well, same here. Um, uh, they have big ears and skilled in magic and science. And then there's the Silvari, which are elven-like plant people who are travelers seeking adventure and discovery. They're also recently appeared on the Guild Wars timeline. Yes. Okay. Do you know about the, the story behind the whole, b between the games? From playing Guild Wars 1, yeah. Okay. Like when all does... the quest missions, like, is the lore of the game. Okay. Did Guild Wars, is Guild Wars 2 take, play, take place after Guild Wars 1? Yes, like by 200 years. Okay. So it's not that, so that big of a difference. So the world has evolved quite a bit. Oh, it has evolved quite a bit. They didn't have guns in the first one, no, I believe. In no this one they do. This okay. one they do. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, human is the next race. Uh, they lost their homeland, uh, security, and former glory. Human's a human. Um, I don't need to explain what that is too much. Were, were you going to get into what kind of character she made later? Yep. Or? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. Uh, Norn, which are the large-statured barbarians driven from their homeland by a dragon. And then there's the Char, which are savage feline-like races forged on the battlefield. Now, Adrian, what'd you, what did you make? Uh, you made a couple different characters, right? Yeah. My brother and I kind of had planned all this stuff out. Oh, I had it because you played the beta. Yeah, we are doing all the weekends and the stress tests and right. stuff, so... But my, I guess my primary character would just be a human thief, mm -hmm. which is super awesome to me. Okay. But, uh, Very nice. Should move, we like move a little closer to the mic? Hide my wallet? Is that what you're All trying right. to tell There me? you go. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she's going to sneak it out of your pocket before you even realize I'm it. pretty happy about thievery. What other characters did you make? Um, a Char Warrior, Norn Guardian, and a Silvari Elementalist. Oh, wow. Okay. So you made, you made a lot of characters. I didn't really play... Well, I played them during, like, the stress test. Right, so you kind of knew what to expect. Now that the game's out, I've only been working on my thief. Okay, yeah, let's talk about the classes. Um, there's eight different professions. Uh, Mesmer being the being the first one. It's like like your standard illusionist. Uh, they confuse and distract foes with magic. Uh, second is Guardian. Guardians are fighters who inspire allies and summon spirit weapons. 
Is that right? Yep. Yeah, they do. Okay. Once again, I'm I'm can't read my writing. Necromancer. They summon minions and drain health. Ranger. Rangers are archers that set traps and summon nature spirits. Elementalist, which uses earth, air, fire, and water spells for damage and aid. Uh, warrior, which is a weapon master and heavy armor wear, and they also summon banners. A thief, uh, they can invis and backstab, shadow step teleport, uh, into or away from battle, and then engineer, which is the they make multi-purpose turrets, explosives, and healing. So... You, your main character is a human thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your What's your role in combat? Spike damage. Spike damage. In and out. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, like your typical thief from an MMORPG, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I made a Asura engineer. Um, as I said, I like to make the the little guys engineers. Um, at least from what I gather, I, I should say uh, for combat for this, it like it's not your standard MMORPG where you have your tank, your DPS, and your healer. Um, everyone can kind of do all those different things on their own. Everyone's very self-sufficient. Yeah. And it's very intentional. Yeah. Um, that way you can you can uh, perform different roles in combat. Like, you know, if your group or whatever is getting their butts kicked, you can start healing, you know. If you if you notice that you're, you know, your guys are taking some hits and whatever, you can you can start healing. And no matter what class you are, you have some sort of healing powers, I like right? That. I do too. It makes it makes it a lot more interesting. Combat's supposed to be flexible. And it is very <laughs> flexible, very flexible. Um, all right. Uh, let's get into character creation. So what I noticed with character creation is there's lots of options for your for your character as far as as far as look for your character. Uh, it seems to be a lot more like, I guess really the only thing I can compare it to right now is Star Wars The Old Republic because that's what I played most recently, and I feel like there's a lot more options to customize your character than The Old Republic, okay. which is always a good thing. But what's different about this game is they ask you more specific questions about your background for your character, and that plays heavily into the story that your your character plays because you have your your character storyline kind of like in in Star Wars or Republic, and then everything else is very MMORPG like where you you know it's just stuff you happen to come across you know in the world, but the the storyline you know based on the item the things that you picked like for example my character is an Asura engineer and one of the things the backgrounds that I picked was that I invented this um this uh valet golem as they're called and it's supposed to be like it's supposed to help people out and so the whole my whole like storyline is centered around this golem that my character invented as a young person um so I I thought that was pretty pretty sweet what about what what, would you pick for for your thief um Humans get to choose between, like, the six gods that they okay. worship. Oh. I'm not even sure how that plays in. That's cool. But, um... So, it, it, is it specific to each one you pick? Oh, yeah. Every race has their own questions, and yeah. there's a class, like, profession question. Really? Well, I think that's cosmetic. Because okay. see if I could pick between, like, a hood, a mask, mm. and a headband. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a cosmetic option, too. Yeah, because you have the backpack yeah. and oh, the I forget. thing. I forget. Something else for an engineer. Will play. What would you make, Will? Uh, I made an Asura Necromancer. Okay. And what was your what was your op what was your like option that you picked during character creation? I made some kind of like orb type thing. Okay. I don't even remember what, what the specific name of it is, but I made some orb. Uh huh. And that ties heavily into your storyline for your character. Yeah, from the little that I played. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because you're level five. Five. Yeah. Okay. You're. 
14, 14 for, your, yeah. for your main. Yeah. What are your other three characters? Oh, I didn't even touch them. You didn't play them? Okay. I think I'm level 20. You're 22. 22. I was just Holy crap. Oh, I, I saw you on briefly. Oh, boy, yeah. Dano. Well, you know, I, I played a lot. I Kicking played a lot. ass and taking names. I like it. And I enjoyed the hell out of it, too, so. You, I never get bored. I'm going to leave before I go and buy this game. It's amazing. <sighs> Truly amazing. You know, <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about this because we're talking about Madden next week. I should have bought Guild Wars 2. <laughs> Instead of Madden. That's all I'm going to say okay. about it. Um, so yeah, that when you when you create your character, you 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 do kind of you kind of craft your storyline or you you craft your character's background when when you actually make your character. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I ha- I don't remember seeing that in any other any other MMORPG that I've played, and I've played a lot of them. So, uh, combat combat is a lot different than most other MMORPGs too. Um, each character has a multitude of abilities. Uh, like I said, you can do DPS, you can do tanking, you can do healing. Um, all the characters have it's it's based on what skill set you have picked out at that time. You know, like I have, uh, for example, I have turrets. I have one that heals. I have one that shoots rockets. I have one that shoots nets that that mobilize things. I have uh, one that's just a flamethrower. Um, all those different things just on my character alone, so I can perform all those different roles in combat. The engineer is known as like the Swiss Army knife. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So uh, do all all the other characters don't necessarily have that versatility, but they do have versatility. They everybody has versatility. Everyone has like at least one healing skill right. or some support skill. Yeah. As a thief, minor more limited because I think I'm supposed to be a spike damage dealer. Right. But if I want to change, I can. Right. They give you the option. They want you to have that option. Yeah. Okay, um, and then uh, movement in in battle is is it's very it's much crazy. key. Yeah, and that's still something I'm getting used to, uh, because you know, uh, in other MMORPGs, you're whatever role. Like if you're a if you're a DPS, you're you just you stay out of the fray. You know, you stay in the back, you fire your magic or whatever from the back, and and just stay out of the fray. But in this game, like if you're doing enough damage. Um, the guy will come after you, but there's no like, there's no character to like take an aggro like a, like a tank would, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to be able to deal with when the guy comes at you, okay. or when when the mob comes at you, you have to uh, avoid it. And they have a a dodge you have system, a dodge mechanic. Yeah, so you can avoid their attacks. It's amazing. It's a little bit like Terra in that in that aspect because you know the the area of effect type of damage thing where you know it's not necessarily locked on, but the 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 bad guys especially will do damage to a certain area. So, like, if they're going to swing a sword at you or whatever, and you jump to the side, you avoid all that damage, okay. which is awesome, I think. Yeah. Um, and as I said, that's something I'm still trying to get used to uh, because that there was nothing like that in any other MMORPG I've played. So right. that's really sweet. Do, any idea why my computer says it's, like, able to run that game perfectly? Probably. Why? I mean, I don't know. It's probably It probably can run it just fine, you know? I. I know my my it looks fantastic on my computer, right. and my graphics card on my computer is not great. Okay. It's 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 a budget gaming card at best. So. Okay. Um, and it looks it looks gorgeous. I get a I do get a little bit of slowdown, uh, when I was doing PvP and there was like, sixty people on my screen at once casting spells and stuff. I got a little bit of slowdown, or um. You know that that type of stuff will sl- will slow my okay. my graphics down a little bit. I have but the same problem. And yeah, you, you know, have a beast. Uh, yeah, I have a. So that's 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 more of a an engine type yeah. of problem as opposed to no. a graphics card problem. Yeah. Are you guys both running on like the highest settings? Yes. No, I'm I'm medium ish 
Okay. Yeah, medium. I'd probably be on the lowest. Yeah. yeah. But I, th- I mean, I would assume it's, it would still look good. Okay. Uh, do Do you know if they have a demo? They don't have a demo, do they? Not yet. They probably no will. demo. They probably will. Um, and then also for combat, there's uh, battlefield resources that you can use. Uh, you can pick up things off the ground that can help you During in your combat? battle. Yeah, there's like turrets. Like if you're a place where there's turrets, you can pick up the turrets and use those to fire at whatever you're, hmm. you're killing. Um, and then uh, things like. Uh, is it guardians that put the banners, or is it warriors? I think it's warriors. Warriors have like banners that they put in the ground. If you pick up the banner and and yeah, move it closer to there. the combat, you get you get bonuses from having that banner there. And I believe which is cool. Elementalists have like elemental weapons, and they can put them on the ground. So you can just grab like an ice bow. Oh, that's cool. Start running around shooting it. It has its own skill set. Nice. Which is kind of neat. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. And then using using terrain to your advantage is a good thing too. Like get, you yeah. know, getting up high helps with you know making your range farther. Like for me, because I'm a, a range character, it makes you know I can shoot farther if I go up on a hill, sure, or whatever. So that's cool. Um, another thing that I really like about this game is exploration is key. Uh, I felt like in the Old Republic, you had no reason to explore uh-huh. like the land masses. There's just no reason for it because all the quests are like Unless in the, in the main areas. The... Holocrons, is that what they're called? Yeah, the Datacrons. Yeah. Datacrons, I think is what they were. But, like, really all you need yeah. to do is... Yeah. All you need to do is look them up on the right. computer and know exactly where to yeah. go. In this game, you get rewarded for exp- uh, exploration. Okay. Um, because the dynamic events, which I'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, um, there's those... You know, some of those are a little off the beaten path. But uh, there's... There's uh, five different things that you get for exploration. There's uh, vistas, which are, um, like you know, jumping puzzles. Yeah, they're 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 jumping puzzles where you get like a view of the surrounding area. You, gotta, like, you know, Mario jump up to places, yeah. like figure it out. Yeah, it's it's a it's a platformer kind of almost funny. type of puzzle, um, and you you get experience and whatnot for that. It also gives you a little nice cinematic that shows you the surrounding area. It's really cool. Sweet. There's uh, points of interest, which are obvious points of interest. Mm-hmm. There's the heart missions, which you uh, do different tasks. Um, for example, like, uh, you know, you can, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but like, the, the, you know, this group of people, wherever you're, you're at, is having trouble with, an, like, an invading force. So, you know, you have to take out the bad guys, you have to destroy their turrets, um, uh, sabotage them in any way you can, and that, you know, you accumulate experience towards the, the goal, and then once you beat that, you know, you're done helping that whatever right that person or or group of people there's waypoints which you can instant instantaneously transfer between the different waypoints just by going on the map and clicking on the waypoint that you want to go to which is nice costs you a few copper but no big deal really um and then there's skill challenges which can be a multitude of different things that you can do for skill challenges and they give you skill points that you can use to unlock abilities so there's that benefit too right Mm -hmm. so um, I'm trying to think of a specific... Like, uh, skill challenges can be... Um, I've fought bad guys for skill challenges. Uh, solve some puzzles for skill challenges. That sort of stuff. Really freaking sweet. Um, but I think what the, probably the coolest thing about this game is the dynamic events. Um, and these on your map will be circled like in a big orange. And these will be different things. Fighting a bad guy or escorting different people. But what what happens is anyone that's that's in that area can take place in a dy- dynamic event. As I said, it can be a bunch of different things. Um, 
and anyone that's around it can help. So, you know, I've had dynamic events that I was doing, uh, say it's like fighting a boss that that's attacking a town with people in it. Mm -hmm. Um, anyone that's around can take, can take part in this, this dynamic event. So, you know, you'll have 30, 40, 50 people all trying to fight this same bad Hmm. guy at the same time without needing to group and, and, and do the whole raid thing. Yeah. It just, it's something that happens. They, they happen all the time randomly in the game. Um, or people trigger them, and they won't know. Yeah, people. Yeah, people do trigger them and of, not like, know. Easter egg dynamic events. Yeah, too. absolutely. And a lot of some of them are multi-part too. Huh. Um, and that really uh, helps with the social aspect of the game. You know, like I said, I'm not big into I, I'm not big into grouping and and raiding and stuff and playing an MMORPG. But you're still working together with a lot of different people, and you know, uh, people will go down and you'll heal them if you want. You know, revive them if they if they die. Yeah, that nah. sort of thing. Huh? Well, you should because you get experience. You do and get experience. And you're working towards your daily achievements. Yeah. Because so this game has a very advanced achievement system. I forgot. As well. I forgot to talk about achievements. I didn't even think about it. And it's all intentional. Yeah. Because they want you to group up. Yeah. Um. Like, achieve. Have that community effort. Yeah. For, by unlocking achievements, you get like a ton of experience, and yeah. and you win prizes by by completing achievements but too. In, so in game prizes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not 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 like they're not going to send they you a check. They mail you a t-shirt. Yeah, I like like a yeah. poster or something cool <laughs> that would, on my wall. That would be cool. I agree. Hey, I agree. Corey, you dick. Corey's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just over there shit talking left and right. Corey is shit talking. Uh, so that's dynamic events. They actually uh, had something similar to that in Rift. Did any of you guys play Rift? No. Oh. Where the yeah, you just be out in the field going about your business, and then these rifts would open up, and everybody would head to them and, and team up and close the rift by killing all the enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fun stuff. And it, it, is, it is a lot of fun. I only played rift for like two days or something like that, yeah. but I did a lot of that because it was always in like the newbie zone. Yeah. In uh, Guild Wars, there's a huge amount of different things that you do in, in the dynamic events, which is, I've, it's always, like it's always something, it feels like something different, you know? That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think probably one of the hardest ones I did was... Um, you had to, like, there's a sun god that wanted to challenge you to challenge different people, and you had to transform, like, uh, into a crab. You had to, trans like, anyone that wanted to take place in this had to transform into crab and fight this giant crab as little crabs. <laughs> as is, I'm sorry. Um, I did have a question. Yes. Does the boss get harder based on how many people are fighting? Yes. Yeah, usually. Everything scales. Yeah, it it very much scales. Um, It'd be kind of silly if it didn't. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Like, if you're... I'm level 20... 22 or whatever. Um, If I go back into the newbie area, it'll scale my level down, so I'll still be, like... Like, if I'll be level 7. Oh, okay. Um, So you can still get experience by... If you you missed anything, you can still get experience. You can still get, you know, equipment and stuff. Yeah. Will you be, like, a powerful level 7, though? Yes. Yeah, okay. you do because you get you you'll have your abilities, you'll have your gear still that you get bonuses for. Um, you will be better than like someone who's actually like level seven. Okay. But not, I mean, it's not a huge difference, but there is a difference, you know. Enough that you feel like right. you are. You're still superior. doing something, but you're not ruining everyone else's experience. Right. Like exactly. Hammering on everything. Um, you also scale up for PvP, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, dungeons, I have no experience with dungeons. I haven't done a dungeon either. Okay, apparently... It's supposed to be really hard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Apparently it, apparently the dungeons is the more, like, classic raid that you would be talking about in an MMORPG. And they're instants. Yep, they're all instants, so you don't have to worry about battling with other people for 
spawns or whatever. Um, but they're apparently they're very story driven, um, and very challenging. I I just read that. I haven't I haven't experienced yeah. it. I guess they're all higher level too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah so no experience with that yet. Uh, PVP. Uh, PVP is set up in Guild Wars 2. Uh, it's world versus world. So your server is your team in PVP. And it's all uh, it's all about ter- territory control. Um, uh, I know our, our server is, is the Tarnished Coast server. And we had two other servers. Do, do you know if the servers that we fight against change? Or is it the same I, two servers all the time? I frig- they change. Okay. Because we'll get ranked. Okay. Last I knew, we were Low. crapping out. Yeah, oh, we're I, nerd, so. when, when I was doing PvP, our server was getting their asses kicked. Yeah. Just just thoroughly trounced. I never got into PvP. On, on I was never into PvP PVP. either, but PvP in Guild Wars 2 is amazing. Well, yeah, because we're talking about world versus world. And then yeah. there's regular PvP. Yeah, so everyone on your server is actually like on your team. Okay. That That's what I did. I did the world versus world PvP. I didn't do yeah, the other PvP. I've, I did. I've done all is it like arena? type of combat or the, the other pv yeah um it's like five on five okay teams and you're holding smaller it's like smaller maps and you're also holding points to rack up points okay as the timer goes and just right. you know kill yeah, each other that's a little bit like the star i actually played the star wars pvp because i like the guild wars pvp so much mm-hmm. but yeah the 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 world versus world pvp is as i said territory control um it's three three different servers fighting against each other. There's all different kinds of points. There's, like, little camps. There's, like, outposts. There's big castles that you can capture. That sounds fun. Uh, it's a blast. There's siege weapons in it because, you know, you have to bust down gates and stuff to, oh. to uh, you know, to be able to storm a castle. you gotta you got to bust open the gate. So. Well, Dan, in Madden, you can throw the ball and run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> throw and run the ball. Pretty sweet. Uh, my experience with PvP, most of the time when I when when it got to be like a lot of people, because we it would be like 50 versus 60, you know, mm-hmm. all on the same thing fighting. I did better as a smaller detachment, and I would go out with five or six people and like capture a, a camp. Nice. Um, if I got into the, like the big battles, I never did very good because my computer would slow down or okay. whatever, and I didn't know what to do. I'm not a good, I'm not a familiar PvPer. But yeah, we were we were taking a castle, and you know we were all breaking down the gate, and it finally broke open, and we stormed the castle, and we killed all the people in it, nice. and we you know we took it over for ourselves. Well, it wasn't everyone kind of took off. I hung around the castle, <laughs> and then they came back not that long later and, and killed spoiled. us and wiped us out. Uh, it was so fun though. Was there a moat? I don't know if there's a moat on that one, but there is moats. Nice. Yeah. I just feel like there should be moats. There there is moats. Um, but yeah, PvP in that game was fantastic. There's all sorts of there's battering rams and and uh, uh, catapults, catapults and, and arrow carts. Yeah, oh, there's so many things. It's Sweet. it's wonderful. Damn it, I'm gonna truly, get it. Truly oh, wonderful. You gotta stuff and you gotta run supply and. Corey, are you getting it? No, my computer can't run it. Are you, really? Yeah. Why can mine run it and yours can't? You probably have a better video card. Can you just get a new computer? Nope. All right. I might try and run it anyway and see what happens, because <laughs> Diablo 3 said the same thing, and I was able to run that on really low settings. Okay. So. Yeah. I'll try it out. Maybe I'll try Will. I'll download it and try Will's account if it'll let me just see if it runs. Yeah. Yeah. PvP was great. Cool. Um, even though I was not very good at PvP, I died quite a bit. I, I got a couple kills. Um, usually, if I was one-on-one, I'd pretty much win every time. But if I had a couple people that were killing me, I, I died really fast. 
Um, did you do the world versus world? I do world versus world a lot. Okay, how was your experience with it? I really like it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I kind of like one of the things that I like is when you're fighting the guys, you know, the the other servers or whatever. Um, all it has is their server, and if they have a if they're in a guild, it'll say the guild. So it, it's a little bit impersonal. Yeah, they're called invaders. Yeah, they don't it, use their name. Right, it's a little impersonal, which I like. Um, because I don't like getting killed by other asshole yeah. players. And <laughs> you let, know who they are. Yeah, exactly. That's that was my problem with the Star Wars PvP. And they're talking yeah. about how you suck on yeah. forums. Yeah, exactly. So I I never like that. So it, the impersonal uh, nature of the Guild Wars PvP is really really good. Cool. Especially for someone like me who's not into PvP. So, uh, I think that's all I had to talk about for PvP. Obviously, you know, the more you do PvP, the more like stuff you can get to make you good at PvP, blah, blah, blah. Uh, microtransactions. The game has microtransactions. There's no subscription fee for Guild Wars 2. You buy the game, and then you have full access to it. Um, microtransactions, to me, mostly seem like cos- there's a lot of cosmetic items on there. Um, the only thing that I noticed is you get treasure chests in the game. What are they? Black Talon? Uh, black, black lion. Black lion. Yeah. Black lion. You get black lion uh, treasure chests that you need to buy the keys to open. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually gotten a couple for finishing missions. Uh, so, so it's not. I don't feel like they're forcing microtransactions on you. It's very kind of in the background. Like I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything on the game because I'm not gonna be spending any money. Okay. How much do I, those keys cost? I think 400 gems, which I no, th- they're 125. Are they? I don't remember what the translation is. Oh, what's four hundred? Ge- what's four hundred? Ge- oh, I think it's four hundred gems to unlock the last bag slot, maybe. Yeah. Because there's one bag slot you can unlock unlock with buying gems through microtransactions. You can buy more bank. Yeah, there's too. a few things, but I feel like you can play the game without ever having to spend money on that stuff, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I may spend a little money on it just because I like the game so much. And there's no subscription fee. Right, yeah. It's really not necessary to spend any money on it other than just buying the game. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're forcing you. You know, you're not you're not crippled, in other words, by not spending money on the game, I don't think, right? Yeah, I think you're all right. If you're yeah. smart about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't I don't feel like you're crippled. So, um, Will, what's your experience with Go Wars? I know you didn't play it that much. Yeah, I'm only level five, but I've, I've had a ton of fun with it. I mean... I love the dynamic events the most, though. Yeah. Dynamic that... events are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll be just walking around in an area, and they'll get stormed by the enemy Asuras, uh, and I just have to go fight them. And the the Inquest? Inquest, yeah. yeah it's, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Now, Dan, is this going to tear you away from Star Wars? Um, I actually did play Star Wars a little bit, you but did? at least for now. Um, I do think Guild Wars is a lot better than Star Wars. Yeah. Much, much better than Star Wars. I, I love, I love st- my Star Wars, though. Um, but it, it is a much better game. But I like the science fiction uh, setting more than the fantasy setting. Okay. See, so. I probably enjoy the fantasy more. Yeah. It's, it's. I think it's probably the best MMORPG I've played since Star Wars Galaxies. Wow. I would have to say, since Star Wars Galaxies in the good old days. Right. Um, I do think it's better than EverQuest as much as I like EverQuest too. It is better. It's it's a more fun game to play. I'm going to have to get it. I don't know when I'm going to get it, but I'm going to get it. And the best part is, is you, you know, if you play it for a while and then not play it for a while, you don't have to worry about paying a subscription right, fee. Right, right, I, right. That's, that's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, anyone that's into MMORPGs, definitely give it a try. Shit. Yeah. 
What do you think, Adrian? What do you What do you think of? What's your opinion? I love it. I know you've I been playing it, it for a while. Yeah, because she's she did all the weekend beta events and stuff. I didn't pre-order early enough to get into any of those because I I kind of wanted to have it be a surprise when the when the game like actually came out. So. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's your What's your opinion? Yeah, it's like the best game on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Think so. This is the coolest thing ever. There's so much to do. Yeah. It's so dynamic. You, the, the world's alive. Yeah. Like, it's just great. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Oh, let's talk about crafting. crafting I'm still a little yeah. confused by crafting. That's crafting, the only thing I haven't quite figured out yet. It, it didn't even exist in Guild Wars One. Oh really? People were like stoked about it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I know some people just will craft and some that's all they'll do. I'm not a huge fan of crafting. I like to be self-sufficient, so I like to craft my own stuff. Right. So I picked up, because my character is an engineer, I use guns, so I picked up Huntsman, which yes. is the guns yeah. creating thing. It's like and all then, the missile fire. Yeah, yep. Uh, guns and bows and stuff yeah. like that. And then I picked uh, uh, Leather Worker, I think is what it's yeah. called. But it's the medium armor guy, and yeah. I make leather armor. I've only been able to make myself like one piece of armor, though. Because I'm just not good enough, and I haven't figured out. Right, because you're on, like, the first tier. Yeah, and and my character's past that, like, experience-wise, right. so I haven't made anything really right, good yet. Right, that's my problem, too. Or I'll find loot drops of armor that's already better than that's what good. I craft. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. so I'm just kind of crafting just to keep pushing the tiers up. Yeah, I'm having trouble figuring out how, like, I know you have to experiment, too, to get new recipes. You can, yeah. I'm, I'm having a little trouble with that, too, but. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm figuring it out. I actually like that they don't really hold your hand through the game. Mm-hmm. I'm actually glad you told me about the moving around thing because I probably would have had a lot of trouble. <laughs> that was a, one of the first things we realized, my brother and I, when we first started doing this. Yeah. And then we debated on how we were going to play. Yeah. But he's like, this thing moves like a first-person shooter. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, it is It is much different. So, um, But I but I like that about it. It, yeah, ma- it, it makes it. you so you're more... Uh, more active in combat, you know, you don't just sit you there and push and buttons. You click skills. Right, exactly. You have to be moving. Which is great, which is great. Oh, hey, buddy. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler just walked Tyler in. Tyler the intern. In studio. Take my seat. You can s- <laughs> Oh, I mean, Will is on the, the show after all. <laughs> Fine, Tyler. Um, I think that's all I had to talk about with Guild Wars. I love Guild Wars. I'm going to be playing it for quite a while. Uh, and it I'll has probably get it. it has kept me away from Star Wars a little bit. I did play a little bit of Star Wars this week. Uh, I did want to try the PvP after I played the Guild Wars PvP because I had so much fun. But I'll talk about that when when I talked about when we talk about what we played. Right, right, right. Um, I think that anything you want to add, Adrian? Um, there's more to combat. Yeah. Like there's cross profession combos. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Okay, I just read about this because I didn't know, even know it existed. I just read yeah. about it when I was doing. I actually, I, you know, I had to do research, even though I played the game for like forty hours this week. <laughs> you put in a good work week. Dude. I did. Um, yeah. Well, uh, they, they use the example of if someone like sets up a flame wall, you can fire arrows through it, and as the arrows go through the fire, they'll catch on fire, and when they hit, you know, obviously they'll do more damage because the arrows are on fire. Um, so there's that type, that's, that's what they, cool. yeah, that's yeah, what they use for an example. Yeah. Um, I haven't quite figured out that yet because I just, I just learned about that 
today. I would not recognize like six o'clock. Everything. Yeah, there's probably they probably have a way of letting you know that that's what's happening, but I haven't figured that out either. Yeah. Or happens, it like, happens too fast. Right. There's too many people around, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Yeah. What, Corey? It's not like in uh, EQ2 where they the symbol thing pops up and you have to follow the chain. No, because it's mm-hmm. it's it's more it's more behind the scenes than that. Oh, okay. Um because especially like when you're when you're getting into the the dynamic events and you have 30 people fighting the same guy. Um even though they're not in a group, they're still all fighting the same guy and working towards a goal. Um the, yeah, there's probably like like we said there's probably a way on screen you can tell I haven't quite figured out that out yet though. There's still a lot of things I'm working on because it is different than really in any MMORPG I've played. Which is why I'd like to try it. Yeah, fantastic. But I I'm a fan of MMORPGs right. too, so maybe I'll let you try mine before maybe you buy it. Maybe that's a good idea because yeah, there's so many friggin' games coming out. Yeah. And I think I've talked myself into buying Pro Evo Soccer along oh. with FIFA. Okay. <sighs> but I really do. I, I mean. Sounds awesome. I'll try yours though. It is pretty awesome. Yeah, I would try mine before yeah. you before you buy it. Okay. See if just to see if you like it, and if you like it enough, then get a little taste of it. And the the best part is, is you know, if if we ever want to group up, even though I might be like two or three times what your level is, right. I'll scale down to your level when That's we group up. So. You can also yeah. bump him up. I you was going to ask you yeah, that. Yeah, because like you if, can... if you're in a super high level area, you should be. I think you can only do it with one person last mm-hmm. i knew when this game was in development that's what he said okay. like you could sidekick somebody up okay yeah because i didn't know if it scaled up when you're when you're when you're leveling i know it scales up for pvp but yeah. other than that I, th- I wasn't sure if it just guess, all scaled down they said or... one of their greatest annoyances is people being segregated not being able to play with each other right people Friends. who would jump and playing say world of warcraft if they're level crap and everyone else is level 80 yeah you, you can't you gotta, do anything you know that's a good idea. To go play with them. That happened with us with Star Wars because we all kind of played yeah. together the first month, and some of us played a lot more than others. Me, right. um, <laughs> le- le- left a few, left a few people in the dust, and that was you know, then they didn't couldn't really play with me. So, you know, so that's a good thing. Yeah, Corey, any questions for Guild Wars? Uh, you guys actually answered all the questions I had. I was going to ask about the world v world combat, uh-huh. um, the fact that there's no dedicated healing class. The events, uh, and this is just stuff I was curious about after reading reviews today. Right. Um, one thing: how is I, how is questing implemented? Um, it's uh, it, it's all like kind of passive. Like you you have your main story that your character does, but other than that, like the quests that you do are the heart missions that I was talking about, where you oh, come okay. across someone with that needs help with something, and you have to do all these different things to help them. You know, to to reach the reach the goal for the mission, and, the and then the event. dynamic events yeah. too is also considered like questing. You get experience for it and and rewards, um, which come in the form you know experience, and then you get karma points that you yes. can use to yeah. buy things from Special karma things, vendors, yeah. which oh, is cool. kind of cool. Yeah, I I had read that there was like a pigeon or something that would swoop in or something like that. Am I making that up? Wait, what? P- pigeon. <laughs> Like when you you would you would like do a quest and then instead of running back to the person to turn it in it would just do it automatically. That it does that for the heart missions I know and then oh, dynamic the events missions. usually you're if you're within the area you fin you can you finish the quest the mission without having to run back to an NPC in town right. and yeah. yeah. And then where do, does the pigeon actually come in or does I, it make that up? I'm not even sure what that is. No, I'm not familiar with the pigeon. No. 
Nice. And then when when you do your actual <laughs> when you do your actual story missions, those are instanced. Like you'll be yeah. in the game world, but it'll section off a part of it where just you're yeah. in it to experience your story, which is also kind of cool. You can do that co-op with your friends. Yep. You, yeah, you can have your friends in. friends in it too. Um, if you need help, I've actually had a couple things where I probably could have used help because the person that I was fighting was really tough. Are the are the story missions unique to each like character or class like they are in Star Wars? Or yes. Just, okay. Yes. Unique to each um, cl- class and race, and also yeah. some of the some of the biographical options that you pick. But also, I guess they're kind of branching they, based yeah. on choices that yeah, you make. And you have like a bit of an alignment system too. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because. Yes. There's the the heart one, the crown one, and yeah, then like the charm, dignity, and ferocity. Yeah, I didn't know how those came into play. I wasn't sure um, about that. Depending on how you make choices, obviously based on alignment, NPCs will react to you differently. Oh, okay. And I guess it will change your home instance, and what you do in your personal story will change your home instance as well. So really? if you they described, like, if there was a mission where you either had to save an orphanage or save a hospital, you're going to choose one over the other. And right. Then and then your game will change. Something about it will happen in, the personal, in your, like, home instance. Oh. Like, maybe those people will show up. Okay. That's kind of cool. Save the hospital. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> save the hospital. Children are a dime a dozen. That's true. Ain't that, <laughs> ain't that the truth, Corey? You, you can just make more. You can't make more professionals. Yeah, I see your point. You could just get some... Oh, that reminds me of the Skyrim mission where you have to kill the orphanage, the Dark Brotherhood. Did you do that I one? I didn't do that. Oh, damn it. I spoiled I it for you. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I'll forget. Okay. By the time I play. Uh, anyone else have any Guild Wars questions? I think you pretty much hit everything. Uh, yeah. Just how How is the storytelling it's relative great. to like a Star Wars? It's cool. Great. There's minimal reading, lots of voice acting. Yeah. Which is great. It's, it's really good. Um, there's really not anything about the game that I don't like that I can come up with right now. I love it. There's a down state, like when you get killed. Like Borderlands has a down state. Yeah, yeah. The game has a down state. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good, good, good point. I never brought that up. Yeah. So what happens when <laughs> when when you, when you get knocked unconscious? You're not quite unconscious. You have a way of battling back. Um, not dead yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if it's different. It's probably different for every character. Everyone has different skills. Based okay. On their class. Yeah, mine has uh, four different skills. One is uh, throwing like nuts and bolts because I'm a <laughs> because I'm an engineer. I'll throw nuts and bolts to damage. I also have like a, a grappling hook that brings whatever mob you're you're near close closer to you, um, and then a bomb to set off. And then I have like a bandaging, healing, calling for help one. So what happens is when you get knocked unconscious. Uh, you go down and that it's it, it exactly it's like Borderlands. Um, if you kill someone before your your little meter goes down, you wake get back up. Wind, yeah, you get a second wind. Uh, but if like if you keep getting pounded on, your meter will go down faster. But if they kind of like beat you up and then leave you alone and go fight someone else, it gives you a chance to recover. And then you have a finisher. When a guy's in a down state, you run yes. off and you hit F and do a finisher, yep. and then your meter goes, and then you just slam him dead. Yeah, which I did that. I did that um, in uh, PvP a lot. Yes. Yep. Which was which was really fun. I forgot about that because yeah. you reminded me. Good call. I love yeah, slamming good call. people dead. Fuck yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> I like killing frag mm-hmm. fragging noobs. Mm-hmm. 
fragging the shit out of them. I do frag because I do have a gun. Nice. Yeah, my character has, uh, right now I'm, I carry like a blunderbuss rifle type of gun. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I can add, I can dual wield pistols. I can have a pistol and shield. And oh, another thing with the exploration is there's a lot of underwater stuff too. Oh yeah? Yeah, underwater I, combat. Yeah, which I loved because one of the cool things I liked about EverQuest 2 was all the underwater stuff. And a lot of people just glossed over it because they didn't explore like I did, but I always like to explore the underwater places. Um, so Guild Wars 2 has a lot of underwater places that you can explore and really cool stuff down there. And combat underwater, which is a lot more difficult than combat on land. Yes. Because it's harder to tell what's going on I'm around you. I'm not very good at no, it. No, me neither. I die a lot <laughs> underwater combat. So I'm specializing combat. underwater combat. Underwater. Yep. Plus yeah. one to underwater vision. Yeah. Never going to never gonna no. set foot on, on land, actually. <laughs> Uh, sorry. <laughs> Corey, you want to start an underwater guild? Uh, Just do underwater yeah. missions? All right. Absolutely, I do. Thank you. Just do underwater missions? Yeah, that's it. We'll be our secondary characters. No, our primaries. Well, I was hoping you'd correct me with that, but I wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. So do you, go ahead. I just to, I guess, because I know you kind of want to conclude here, Um, would you guys consider this game sort of a perfection of the M, the you know MMO as we know it, the EverQuest and the World of Warcrafts and the you know oh yeah like consider it more yeah. of a, like a totally different kind of experience definitely it's I think it's far better than any of those um, I I wouldn't put it at the Star Wars Galaxies level <laughs> quite yet <laughs> but Not quite yet it, but it's up there it's really really well done okay um, and the fact that you don't have to pay monthly for it is Tremendous. If you have any, if you like RPGs or have any interest in MMORPGs, definitely, definitely get it. It's it's a fantastic game. Right. Loved every minute of it so far. Is there anything you don't like? I was trying to think of something. No, not so far. I'm. I probably will report. I'll probably find something that I don't like this week that I'll report on next week. But I haven't come across anything that I haven't liked. The only thing that's kind of been kind of annoying is the. Um, the marketplace it hasn't been oh, working. Oh, it's been down. The trading post, yeah, so I haven't been able to sell stuff that I made. Isn't that just becoming like common but, thing for new games? Yeah, but f- like, I don't know. I I didn't mind it as much because it was just that. Oh, uh, I should say too. I should talk about the launch a little bit because on Saturday when the game actually came out, I couldn't log in for a couple hours. Um, but you know what? I wasn't pissed off about it because <laughs> it's an MMORPG. You need to play it online, and I didn't mind that so much. Right. When Diablo 3, you couldn't play, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> right. Because it's a single-player game. I only played it single-player. There was no reason for that to be to be an issue. But it was only like an hour or two that I couldn't get on, and once I could get on, it was, it was fine. There was no lag. Uh, I didn't have any trouble getting on at any point after that. Okay. It was like 11 o'clock, I think, I logged on on Saturday. I don't know what time it actually went up. Do you know? No, I don't remember. Okay. Uh... The timer was for 3 a.m. Eastern time. Okay, so so time. it was midnight Pacific. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I couldn't log in bef- before that. Before like I think 11 was when I finally logged in. So, but like I said, after that, no no issues. I didn't have any lag. I didn't have any trouble getting back in once I logged out and logged back in. It was it was all golden after that. So. Yeah. What's going on on Corey's screen? I don't know what he's doing. He's like <laughs> rearranging his room or something. I'm making coffee. Oh. Told you. There you go. All right, anything else for Guild Wars? Well, it sounds like a blast, and I wish my computer would run it so it I could does. play it. But uh, awesome. It's worth buying blast. a new PC over. Oh, yeah, definitely. Come on. Game. Come on. It's amazing. 
Really PC, though. I fucking hate PCs. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm like, I should, I want to get my tablet, but I should probably get a video card since I've been playing so much computer. I should get a video card, but I want my tablet. Video card, tablet, video card, tablet. Oh. Know. Probably both eventually, <laughs> but it's what I'm going to get first. And that, that, I don't know. So. Yeah. Guild Wars 2. Definitely uh, highly recommended by me. Hopefully, I'll write a review. But I say that, and whenever I get free a free moment, I play Gil, I'll play Guild Wars and not write a review for it. So, you know, that happens. All right. Any last thoughts for Guild Wars Two? Anybody? Great game. Great so game. Far. Yeah. Great game, Adrian. Great game. Amazing. Great game. Amazing game. I agree. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we have a song to play during the, the break. It's the song Artie by the band If Madrid. So we'll be right back right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 58 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in our feedback section, listener feedback, so well, I should say listener slash fan feedback, because we did, we've did we made a distinction several times between listeners and fans, so got that right here. No, no, I get it. No, I don't. All right. First uh, first message is from uh, Facebook, from Travis, who says, Hey guys, I would highly recommend playing the first Far Cry. It was awesome. Not the one on Xbox, but the one on PC. The port to 360 was awful. At the time, it took a pretty beefy PC to run Far Cry, but if you have bought one in the last few years, you could probably run it without problems. Far Cry 2 was a great-looking open-world shooter that was okay, but I got very bored with and never finished it. They changed the whole setting in this game from a tropical jungle to Africa, so it went from all these bright colors in the first one to just brown. Uh, this is where they introduced malaria in it, and every 20 minutes or so you had to take meds or you would die. As to video game music to bang to, I would pick the main Russian theme to Tetris. Oh, we'll have to check it out. That's kind of kinky. Yeah. You, you I, don't know uh, the Tetris I theme? LOL'd when I read that. That's Travis that wrote that? Yeah. I knew he was a kinky guy. I knew it. That's that's kind of hot, actually, the Tetris theme. Uh, Far Cry, the first Far Cry, uh, for those of you that are interested, are, is available on GOG.com. So uh, you can for download. Cheap? Uh, I want to say it's ten. Okay. Um, so if you want, if you want to get it, I would suggest going that route because they they have DRM free games. So website. I do too. I buy. I've bought so many mm-hmm. games from them because uh, you can just download it and. It's yours. Play it. Yeah, you yep. burn it to a disc. Mm-hmm. You burn it to a disc, crap on it, and then burn it to another <laughs> disc. You can do whatever you want. It's great. Um, so I, I will try Far Cry at some point. Probably not right away because I'm so enamored with Guild Wars. And Borderlands 2 is coming out in like three weeks maybe. Jesus. So. Oh, yeah. Crap. I know. I'm going to be poor. At least I don't have to buy NHL. We'll talk about NHL, though, during what we played this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we will. I'm getting depressed by my bank account, though, right now, dude. Yeah. Adrian, did you play any of the Far Cry games? Mm-mm. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, but I do like the idea of the open-world <laughs> first-person shooter. Um, I do. I have friends that played Far Cry. I'm not familiar with, at all with Far Cry 2. I don't remember even seeing screens from it. But Far Cry, the first Far Cry, I do remember the, the jungle setting. So, uh, yeah, as I said, it's available on GOG.com. So that's that's where I would go to buy it, probably. Uh, moving on, Michael from Facebook says, I always buy both FIFA and Pro Evolution Soccer, and I love them both for different reasons as they're very different games. I've also decided to get FIFA for my 360 this year just in case Eric needs to be taught a lesson. Oh. Well, first off, I'll start by saying it's not even a chance of that happening. So bring that right right to me because I'll whoop your ass pretty good. When does FIFA come out I don't, for Xbox? I don't 20, remember. 25th. 25th? 25th? Okay. Okay, well, we'll be playing. Challenge, it's a challenge. Challenge accepted. Okay. Absolutely. And he owes me something when I beat him, so just so he knows. He'll and have to get us a couple likes on Facebook. All right, yeah. Get get us five likes on Facebook, and we'll be even after I beat you. What if he beats you? Well, he can offer me something that he might want me to do, and In if return. it's within reason, okay. I'll do it. Right. Um. Also, I wanted to reply with... Since he's going to get that for Xbox, I'll get Pro Evo for PS3. Okay. There we'll you go. play that, because I'll talk about it later, but I played the demo for that. Okay. Sounds good. So, but. Yeah, he's not that good. He's going to get beat. 
We'll see. I'll be, I'll be interested to see how that this turns out. Oh, because you did ta- challenge Dave to NHL 13. And he backed down. But Dave doesn't play NHL, so. I'm not worried. We haven't heard from Dave, so Dave, we want to hear from you. Yeah, Dave, chime back in, would you? Yeah. Uh, Jacob says, uh, uh, Hello, podcaster. Sorry if my messages are long, but I have four kids and a wife and don't get to talk about games and crap much. Please turn it up just a bit more and turn Corey up a lot. Uh, I actually did turn Corey up for this episode, so hopefully it's better. Let us know if it's not, and I can turn him up a little bit more. He says, I have a suggestion for the show. You need to put that intern Will. Did you think you mean Matt Tyler? Uh, Will, I don't know. <laughs> Will to work. Hee <laughs> hee, sorry, Will. Have Will do a part called Will's Netflix, Do's and Don'ts, where he will watch a movie on Netflix and tell us, if it's a do watch or don't watch, you talked about Little Big Planet karting, and to me it sounds a lot like Mod Nation racing, and I really like Mod Nation. One question I have is if you could make a video game, what would you make? I would make a vampire game where you are the vampire and you to- cho- choose to fight either with vampires or with vampire hunters. If you choose the vampire side, you would have to feed on humans to gain strength and health. If you choose the hunter side, you would feed on animals. It would be an open-world RPG like Skyrim. Have you guys considered having sponsors on your show? Uh, like every break, you would run a 15-second promo for a local business or have a company sponsor Nibblebits or something like that. It would pay for the games that you would buy. That's all the questions I have. Message you next week. Uh, first, uh, Jacob, do not worry about sending us long messages. We like feedback that we can get into, so that's not not an issue at all. We also have your voicemail that we're going to play in a little bit. Uh, please turn up Corey a lot. I did turn up Corey quite a bit this episode. Once again, as I said, if it's not loud enough, let us know and I can turn it up more. Because when I when I do the editing for the thing, it sounds fine to me, but really what I should do is play it like through the speakers on the computer and that would give me a better mm-hmm. idea. Uh, Will's Netflix do's and don'ts. How do you feel about that, Will? Nah. No? <laughs> <laughs> Todd, do you want to do that? Well, Tyler's our 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 actual intern. Do you want to do Tyler's do's and don'ts? Sure, I'll do it. On okay. Netflix? Yeah. All right. I only watch The Office on I, Netflix, so. Yeah. Can I, mean, I, I don't have enough time. Can you sort through and like find all the soft core porn that's on there? There is a Absolutely. little bit. Good. Uh, it's called baitflix.com. I love that name. And I love that Corey just rattled it off just like that. What is that? Baitflix.com. Tyler, don't pretend like you haven't been to it. Knock it off. Is it a real thing? Yeah. It's, it's oh. pretty good. It's oh, good. Oh, now, Look it up right now on Now your Tyler goes, oh, it's a real thing? Yeah, bullshit, Tyler. Bait. 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 As in masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Add that to the library. <laughs> Has anyone played Mod Nation Racing? No. Mm-mm. No, but he's right. It is It is a lot. Uh, lot of, lots, there's a lot, lot of similarities between the two games. Okay, where you can make your own tracks and stuff. Right, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm not. Fam- what do you know? What system it's for? It's a P- it's a PlayStation. Okay. Cool. Thing. And I don't know if it's PS3 or PS2 or what, but okay. It was a big deal for a while there. I never played it, or you know, clearly oh. know very little about it. But yeah. Uh, if you could make a video game, what would you make? That's a tough question. I wish I had thought about that beforehand. The only thing I thought of is I've I've always thought it would be cool to be like a medieval knight. Yeah. Like. Maybe like a sweet King Arthur Knights of the Round Table, except oh, we, we would be the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. And Todd would be King Arthur. Todd would be King Arthur. No, like not that. even close, Todd. Todd would be Prince Galahad. 
there you go. Lancelot works too. Uh, Adrian, being the guest on the show, what what would you like to see made made into a video game? Nothing. No, all the games that are out are the okay. The worlds that I play. She yeah. would have made Guild Wars too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There, there you, you go. go. Um, the if I could make a video game, I would probably want a like a, a factual medieval first person like action RPG. It'd be a little bit like Skyrim, but it would be more like real world. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I'd play your game. That, that, that's what I would want to play. I like it. Um, historically accurate and stuff, not like not with dragons and stuff, but and I would want to play. I, this would probably only work on this generation now, or the not even this generation, but next generation. But you know, have a battle where you're actually like a foot soldier in a huge like battle with thousands of soldiers all at the same you time. Mean, and like, Dynasty Warriors? No, no, because that's hack yeah. and slash. I mean first yeah. person. So you could actually feel like you're in, in this battle. Or in the thick of it. Yeah, like Braveheart, but in a video game. Right. And first person. I think that would be sweet. Yeah. I'm, uh, that's similar to what I've, what type of game I've always wanted to play. I've always wanted to do like a historically accurate, no weird science fiction things added, uh, first person shooter for a civil war. So that would be oh, awesome. Yeah. That, that would, would be, be cool. awesome. And that's part of the reason why I'm so excited for Assassin's Creed yep. because it's it's close to that. It's, yeah, it's revolutionary war. We'll get to that, but I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, because how scary would it be to just be standing like 30 yards from someone that's shooting at you? And like, it, who's gonna reload the musket fast? Yeah, exactly. That's Probably terrifying. Probably not me. No, that's terrifying. Yeah, big sausage fingers. I'd be shitting myself too. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of people. would would be like oh that'd be that'd be really boring but i think it wouldn't be boring if you're into it because yeah. it could kind of be like an educational thing yeah um you could follow along you know as a foot so live as a foot soldier would live and yeah there'd be a lot of standing around and walking in a line and stuff like that but i just think it would be a blast yeah but you think know, about like sit um, down and play what was going through those guys minds as they're walking in that line getting ready to just Please don't. Yeah. Please don't pee myself. Please yeah. don't shit myself. That's what I would be thinking. Hopefully, it would capture that. You know. Yeah. That would be that would be great. That's a good idea, Corey. That is a good idea. You know who would do that as an indie developer? Yeah. I think. Well, I, can't, I don't know because I think I think a lot of it would rely on uh, graphics. I think it would have to be a, yeah. a, a game with with high quality graphics to yeah. to really feel like you're you're immersed in it. You know. Maybe Epic would do that. Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody would do it, to be honest with you. No, you're right. It's too bad. Maybe a, maybe an indie developer with Epic would, or with with uh, Unreal Four would do it. Yeah, and who knows? With the next generation, you know, indie developers could create these awesome. Well, it's funny they mention that because there's a game that's only being developed by seven people. Oh, I saw that on Kotaku. Fuck! What was the name of the game? Yeah, I'll bring it up. It's right on their Natural phone. Selection Two. Okay. Yeah. Um, that graphically looks amazing, and it's only being made by seven people. So, you never know what they can come out with for, uh, for, I, I guess that would be considered indie, if only seven people are making it. It's not a huge corporate structure or whatever that they have to support, you know? Yeah. Uh, have we considered having sponsors for the show? Yes, we have. Um... We're gonna have Tyler sponsor the show. <laughs> Fork over your, give us your checkbook, Tyler. Yeah, right. Immediately. <laughs> <It'll be sadly. laughs> no, we have we have we've tossed around some some ideas for that. I um ideally we would wouldn't mind having sponsors, but we're also thinking about maybe going the complete opposite route and having no sponsorship, 
just land donations, but we're not sure what we're going to do with that. So, But we have thought about it, and we're in discussions about it right now. So, Probably we would have to have a bigger local reach if we wanted to have a local sponsor. Right? We have a great local reach. I mean, no, we have we have a lot of local listeners, but for for someone to like give us money, probably have to be a little yeah. bit bigger. Yeah. That's what she said. Right. <laughs> Corey, thoughts? Um, yes and no. I I mean, it would depend on sponsorship would be somebody just giving us money. Right. And uh it would depend on what they're looking for. I, you're right, like locally for you guys that our, our reach is biggest there than it is it's our biggest market yeah yeah i don't know how yes. much we want to talk about this on the air but i mean it is and the fact that it's our biggest market and it's still a very small market might be kind of limiting in that regard i don't know if i'd go that far and say it's very small <laughs> i mean we are internationally renowned <laughs> i was actually looking at the list of all the countries we've been downloaded in yeah pretty cool there's a lot of them there are a lot of and we are renowned in every God damn one of them. Especially did. China. Yeah. World famous. Yeah. Athletes podcast. Yep. So there's that. But yeah, we have thought about it. Uh, we're, we're not sure what we're going to do with that. You know, there, there'll be some changes probably coming up. Nothing major, I think, but I think, and I'm only saying this now because it came up. Um, we didn't talk about this yet, but I was going to suggest that we do a like state of the podcast episode. Yeah, we can do that. Maybe for one of our specials or something like that. So, oh. I mean, if you're, if you're interested. Yeah. Should um, we stay tuned? Should we talk about what we're going to be doing for next week? Yeah. Okay, since it's Jacob that brought it up, we are actually going to start having two episodes per week. We're going to have one episode be our our main episode like normal. Yeah. Corey just cut out? No, that wasn't Corey. Um yeah, we're going to have our main episode like like this episode. It's going to be, you know, the same thumbstick athletes but we're also going to have a shorter episode where we go more into depth about a topic maybe or sometimes go off topic so we will be because i know jacob asked i think it was last week or two yeah, weeks ago week. asked about more content so we will be having two episodes per week um the second one coming out on maybe monday or tuesday um and being a little shorter and and like i said maybe going more into depth on a topic or being maybe even off topic depending on what we decide right. to talk about that week so we are less, going to start having less. two episodes a week yeah, less structured and just kind of laid back. And right. Shooting the shit. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's for you, mostly Jacob, because you asked for it. So you got it, buddy. You got it. Careful what you ask for, Jacob. Yeah, you're going to get more of us. More of us. Uh, I think that's all for Jacob's. Yeah. Uh, on to Miguel. Miguel says, hi, everybody. Here it is, my contribution for your drunkenness and the pizza for Will. Yesterday I was listening... Uh, to the top five summer games, and I found it interesting, your comments about the Olympics, especially when Eric said he was pissed off with Herrera. Funny way of pronouncing Herrera. And you rooting for the defeat of US, the U.S. team. Such a pity Spain didn't, mention to win, didn't manage to win the final. By the way, I want you to let you know that Tomorrow Never Dies is a game I played a lot, and it was for PlayStation 1, so maybe it's... Maybe it's not the one that Eric was looking for. Greetings for the podcast, and I'm sorry if I made some mistakes with my English. Uh, Miguel, don't worry about making mistakes with your English. Uh, we are Americans and make mistakes with our English all the time, so don't we, worry about well, it. Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but I speak American, not English. Well, yeah, that's. Well, I, I actually wanted to bring that up because English people like sound smart with yeah. their talk. Americans, I think, sound mostly dumb. Right. With our with our accents and our stupid words that we use. 
I was actually having this conversation with somebody the other day about just how far uh, English accent can get you in sure. the United States. Oh yeah, I, I, I've had customers where I used to work that were that were English, and even if they weren't smart, they just sounded smart. Distinguished. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It sounded great. Um, let's see. Let's say uh, comments I, about the Olympics, Herrera. Uh, I apologize. I mean, I didn't. Maybe I didn't roll my R. I don't know how I said it, but <laughs> is is Herrera a Spanish? <clears throat> yeah, he played for the Spanish national basketball team. I uh, thought it was okay. Herrera, the the volleyball guy. Well, maybe. I think that's the one we were talking about. <laughs> he played for Spain. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we were all, I think, rooting against the American basketball, basketball team. Uh, we all were in agreement on that. We were rooting for Actually, Spain. Little news that just came up. I saw uh, Scottie Pippen has decided he will be a part of the dream team oh. in NBA 2K13. <laughs> I heard oh, his that. wife made him do it. Uh, I heard it was because they put Coldplay on the soundtrack. But oh, could maybe. be that too. I don't know. So yeah, Miguel, M- Miguel, we were we were rooting against I America. We were rooting for Spain. Did he say is he from Spain? Does he live in Spain? I think yeah. Remember he so? commented and said, "Not morning for me." Yes. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if Miguel, are you a soccer fan, football, whatever you want to call football, it? Yeah. I'd love to play football. FIFA with you or Pro Evo, whatever you're playing. Actually, uh, has Jeff been on the show before? Or have I just no. talked about him? You talked my about my Jeff. friend Jeff, who's a huge soccer fan, was just over in Spain. He went to the uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid's home stadiums. Said it was awesome. Yeah. That's where, that's where football is, <laughs> is huge. Oh, God. You know, over here, it's meh, it's getting bigger. It really is. Kind of. Uh, especially with our women's team doing as well as they usually do, I think it, I think that's helping. Yeah. Our men's team sucks ass, oh. and we, then they don't deserve being mentioned. Terrible. But, but yeah, our women's to, team is good. Love to play FIFA with you if you're a player. So, uh, what? Okay. Herrera. Tomorrow never dies. Play it for PlayStation One. Uh, we don't remember what the name of the game was. Well, I don't think Did, we're ever gonna. Come I'm gonna up commit with that. to never remembering that. Yeah. Didn't we? Didn't we decide that it was Agent Under Fire or something like that? Sounds right, but I have no idea. Let's commit. Let's commit to never figuring it out. Okay. Okay. I'm down with that. Okay. I think that that does it for Facebook feedback. Uh, Some good feedback this week. It was good feedback. What else you got over there, Dano? Uh, we have a voicemail. Ooh. Yes, we have a voicemail from. Well, here it goes. So that's a vote for yes for our fantasy for NASCAR. NASCAR fantasy league. I like was, it. Was he like doing it. a southern accent or Gilbert Grape? <laughs> I think it was a southern accent. Not, not sure. I'd have to see if he was rubbing under his nose with a crooked hand if he was doing Gilbert Grape or not, Corey. Wait, was Gilbert Grape the Johnny Depp character or the Leonardo DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. No, yeah, because Arnie was, was Johnny Depp, right? 
No, Arnie was Leo. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. He didn't do that. Great movie, though. I don't know what you're Everyone talking about. Everyone should see it. Have you seen that movie? Which one? What's Eating Gilbert What's Grape? Eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> Johnny, I've seen bits and pieces. Johnny Depp's the older brother. Oh, is he? Artie. Artie is Leo's character. Yeah. Shit. And Gilbert is uh, Johnny Depp's character. I didn't know that. I thought Gilbert Grape was was Leonardo DiCaprio. So did I. And I Common misconception, Leo guys. Leo is my favorite actor. I should know better than that. Wait, misconception? Is that a word? Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Boy, we're struggling right now. We Americans in our awesome English. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> the reason I just thought of misconception as like a mistaken pregnancy or something like that. You could. I uh, guess it could be that. It's, yeah. <laughs> Is that where the word came from? <laughs> that you mention it. But yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! You know, Jacob, I feel the same way about everything that you touched on there. So I appreciated word. that. Oh, and uh, to reiterate, you know, we don't we don't mind the long feedbacks from you. Uh, I'm with you, and in, in that. You know, I don't have four kids, but I have a wife and a child and a dog that is like a child, pretty much. And I, I get it. We, I mean, one of the reasons why we made this podcast is so we could talk about games. That's one of the one of the reasons. So and that's 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 what it's for. So you know, leave feedback away. Talk about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about leaving long feedback. We love it. So. Did we say that voicemail is referencing us talking about starting a NASCAR fantasy? No. No, we had, we had joked about that. Was it last week or two weeks ago last we had week. joked about uh, starting a NASCAR? F- just because we want to get into as many fantasy sports as we can. And we <laughs> we wanted to get into one that, I, I don't want to say irrelevant, well, but I, irrelevant I, to us. Right, exactly. Um, and we had considered golf or, or NASCAR, but we got we to gotta vote for NASCAR. NASCAR is probably the most irrelevant to all of us. Yeah, because I, I love golf. Yeah. Love it. I'll watch. I'll watch, I'll watch the it majors. on TV too. Yeah, I watch it on TV on Sunday, especially if it's the f- finale of a tournament. You can't pay me to watch a NASCAR race. No, no, I agree. I don't think I would ever. Can we turn three down, four wide down? Yes, exactly. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for our feedback this week. So thank you everybody for your feedback. Uh, Miguel, don't worry about your English. We have horrible American. So. It turns out I can't speak Spanish either. No, I can't speak Spanish. I don't even want to want to want to bother trying, because I'll I'll ruin it. So, so but yeah, thank thank you everybody for your feedback. Uh, now I, I guess we're renaming this segment. It's not necessarily news. It's more of a roundtable discussion. This segment, um, because really, like a lot of the things that we talk about aren't necessarily news. So, I don't know. Dude, should we ask the fans for names sure if they want to if they come up with a name for it fine with me okay because i have nothing i like it Corey had said it's going to be like a round table discussion because that's that's really what it is it's not right. necessarily news so yeah if, if you got an if you've got a good name for it let us know because that's how we came up with nibble bits actually nibble bits was a uh mistake. an homage yeah to exactly. nimble, nimble bit nimble bits yeah the the developer homage so that zinc from right Yep. Tiny Tower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Zynga. <laughs> we, should, we should name it after another company Zynga screwed over. <laughs> we should. That's a good idea. Let's just name it Zynga. <laughs> we'll steal it from Zynga right from the cat's right, mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. So, yeah, the, um, no longer news for right now. It's roundtable discussion. Who wants to go first? 
I'll go first. Eric, go first. All right. Um, I saw I found this on Gamasutra.com. Um, I, am I the only one here that played Trials Evolution? Yeah. I think so. I wish you guys would try it, especially you, Will. I think you'd really like it because you're you're competitive. You know what I mean? Multiplayer. Um, we this is get it. this is titled How Trials Evolution Makes Your Brain Crave Competition. And I had never really thought about it, but really this game, other than FIFA, is probably the one that I got most competitive with. And and it's not even just like head-to-head multiplayer. It's And this is also something that we talked about before is if leaderboards were necessary. And the leaderboard in this game is, is really what makes the competition go. It fuels it. And basically the article is about the reason that it's so successful at doing that is because it focuses more on only your friends being on your leaderboard and not like, you know, everybody in the world. Yeah. And they go with like the small pond approach to the leaderboard. I prefer that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and when I thought about it, that was exactly right. Like, yeah. I'd see somebody that I work with or actually one of our listeners was really good at it and I wanted to beat them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it would only be like by half a second yeah or a full second but it was just like damn it yeah because really like if you think about it why would you care how you stack up against like a lot of other people right. but if it's someone that you come in contact with or you know of mm-hmm. you you i think you feel more compelled to to beat their and times and trials you know it, and if you're personal. yeah exactly yeah. if you're a exactly. competitive person definitely and if you have friends that play it or if you want to try and beat my times add me on your friends list whatever it's a super great game especially for the price and you should try it but some of the the comments that people left on here i I thought were pretty good um the first one says it's also a good example of how adding a feature like that type of leaderboard that has no actual effect on the gameplay adds to the replay ability of a game which i thought was really true because like if i went back now and played it again i'm sure i'd probably be in last on almost every track and i would want to get back up to the top you know what i mean um, another guy said, this game ruined my weekend. I'm still in recovery. <laughs> so, and I hear him because it's frustrating as hell. Really hard game. But once you get the hang of it and you actually do end up, because, I mean, you'll try 10, 20, 30 times on one track. Just restart, restart. And once you finally do it, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because you know? you know they're going to have just as much of a bitch trying to beat your time. You know? Uh-huh. So. I like that. No, I thought it was a cool article, and you should definitely play that game because it's awesome. But Excellent. Yes. All right. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, yeah, okay. So the title of the article I want to discuss was called Sony Wants to Turn Commercials into Video Games. Any of you guys read this article? Uh, no, no, but I'm th- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this was written by, uh, the specific one I read was written by Luke Plunkett on Kotaku, and I'm not sure, but I think we might have discussed it before. Um, uh, it was something similar. It wasn't this exact thing. It was a different yeah. patent that uh, that Sony had filed for or whatever. Okay. Uh, well, the name of the, the patent for this uh, filed by Sony is <laughs> a pretty descriptive name. System for Converting Television Commercials into Interactive Networked Video Games. Um, and the patent will ideally do just that. I pulled this quote out from Luke Plunkett. It says, Sony is looking at a way for its game consoles to detect when an advertisement being broadcast or streamed contains an interactive segment. When it does, parts of the commercial can then be turned into a mini-game commercial that can be played with other viewers in a common or dispersed demographic. Uh, I guess this patent was actually filed back in 2009, so it is kind of old. So it might have been the same one. 
Um, and the way he described it, the way he imagined it was as uh, WarioWare-esque minigames to, to play as ads. Um, and I just thought it was kind of neat and kind of a, a brilliant idea, in my opinion. I, we talk a lot about the gamification of everything. Uh, exercise as one, like the whole genre of exert gaming really taking off. Yeah. Um, I talked about on this podcast once how I forget what airline has their safety instructions um, you actually play them out in video game form. Mm-hmm. Just because games are, are a better way to get people engaged in whatever you know is trying to be accomplished, I guess. Um, and I kind of thought of the, the idea of having like a network of commercials offering achievements, basically like a platform just for commercials. How do you what do you guys think of that? Like with a, with a rewards program, so like uh, we'll just say. Reebok and Pepsi and uh, Old Spice are on this network together with a bunch of other advertisers. And similar to a console, it's like a platform. And when you play these commercials uh, through whatever it, whatever it happens to be, if you're watching a movie through the PlayStation or you know a free-to-play game that is supported with these commercials, um, as you play through the commercials, you earn achievements, which gets you more engaged with the commercial. Everybody wins. And, you know, if you get a certain amount of achievements, um, it's basically proving that you have watched all these ads, and advertisers love that, and maybe they'll give you a little kickback of some kind. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, I don't know. I'd still probably be pissed off about it. Unless the rewards were really cool. If but I don't feel like they would be. If you weren't forced to take part. Yeah, if no, you're not forced, then fine. Yeah, it would just be. it would just be something like... You know, you can p- play this free-to-play game. All you have to do is watch these, watch or play these WarioWare mini games with other people every yeah. half hour or something. I mean, if the game, if the mini games were fun, even though it was a Pepsi advertisement, I don't think I'd mind at all. Yeah, know? I'm not opposed and, to yeah. that totally. It could be. Uh, I mean, we were just talking about leaderboards. It could be similar to that, where you know, it's it shows what your friends got in this okay, commercial yeah. game. That'd be fun. Um, I just think it's a really good way to get people engaged and I mean it just goes back to the idea of product placement it's yeah. a game even though it's it's an advertisement it's still a game yeah. um, and we all kind of agreed that product placement is, is fine as long as it's done tastefully mm-hmm. yeah as long as it's not to- totally and out of place yeah I think that that's a good idea with the leaderboards mini games are a lot of fun and especially if it's involving your friends and beating them and um, actually I wanted to say I'm, I'm sure I brought this up when we talked about it before but my the place where I work Actually, some of their training now is going towards like a video game kind of thing, which is yeah. is cool, I guess. You know what I mean? It's better yeah, than yeah. the usual sit there and fall asleep for thirty minutes. Yeah, the stupid videos yeah. that you have to watch. Sure. And you could you could even like if it's if it's training day or training session or whatever, and you have three or four new employees come in, they can all play together, play against each other. You know? Sure. <laughs> See who gets real pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and then fire them right away <laughs> for getting too pissed off at the this training video video game. games are going to just come under fire if we start doing that yeah that's true no what we talked about before Corey was Sony wanting to put ads like commercials during games that's what we talked oh, about oh right okay a little bit different maybe it might have been a, a different interpretation interpretation of the same patent maybe maybe I don't know um, I wouldn't be okay with that if I paid $60 for Skyrim and every our uh, advertisement came up, I'd be pretty upset. No, I would oh, smash yeah. my television. Take you right out of the just the whole vibe of the game. Yeah, Boy, that would piss me off. Yeah, me too. But at the at the same time, if if they offered an ad supported free free uh, version, 
free version of like Skyrim DLC, I would love it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I would totally take advantage of that. I, I mean, if it was this this kind of interactive uh, advertisement, you know, that you, that you played through a little mini game. That'd compromise. I forget what what game did I play? It was like a Cheetos game or a Doritos game on the Xbox. I played it. You guys it. ever play that one? No. It's like Dash of Destruction or something like that. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all just about Doritos. Yeah, and delivering them. <laughs> and you got uh, Xbox Live achievement points for, for playing through it. So yeah, it was, it was the easiest game to get all the achievements for. Yeah, it was an easy 100 points. Hmm. I played a Toyota Yaris uh, game on Xbox Live. That was an ad game, basically. I think it was Toyota Yaris. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I just downloaded it because it was free. I played it for a few minutes. It was fine. Cool. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either. So, mm-hmm. all right. Thanks, Corey. Sure. Will, what do you got for us? Uh, my article is this NFL player would like to know why Madden 13 has the wrong photo for him. <laughs> um, is this somebody good? Yeah. No. Well. Pictured above is Marcus Thomas, defensive tackle for the New York Giants and a 76 overall player in Madden. Except that's not the right Marcus Thomas. It's actually the Marcus Thomas who hasn't been in the league for three years. (laughs) The Giants' Marcus Thomas isn't too pleased about this. And these are his tweets. Before you give the tweets, just know that I don't know if you know the background on this guy. He's a real dickhead. Is he? Yeah, so I cannot wait to hear these tweets. (laughs) You can tell by his tweets. The creators of Madden needs... To be slapped, and he put B, which is a B, slapped for putting an imposter picture in place for me. That's not me for the last time. I don't look like that. I've been in the NFL going on six years, and y'all still have another man's face for my pick. Wait, wait, so this isn't the first time? (laughs) Must have happened last year. Every year? That's fucking awesome. (laughs) I think they're doing it on purpose now. They are, they have to be. I hate y'all, and hate is very strong, but I do. Uh, Madden is disrespectful practice. Practice your craft and make it realistic. I'm in New York now. Help me, please. Someone call Madden and tell him. Laugh out loud. I'm serious, but I'm not. Nah, <laughs> I'm serious. They've been trying try me for years. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. It must be going on for I, years. I, then. I think they're probably doing it on purpose at this point. And I hope they keep doing it on just, purpose. Just to troll this one guy. This, He's it, a dick. There's still a lot more tweets. Let's hear him. How y'all gone have my picture, Ricky? <laughs> Rookie season and then change it to a completely different person <laughs> for the rest of, oh of my, my career. <laughs> uh, man, I'm angry right now. You care? <laughs> I'm, I'm angry now. You write Madden is very unprofessional. Dear Mr. EA Madden NFL, oh, I wow. I come to you humbly, sir. Can you please put the right photo for me on the Madden? It's been six years. <laughs> <laughs> Not laugh out loud, maybe a giggle. <laughs> I did it, but I have the feeling he will be too busy to read this, shaking my head. Huh. So then, then they they posted a picture of what what he really looks like. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he I'm I'm almost positive he's he's the guy that he played at Florida and he was a really highly like touted prospect. But I don't remember what he did at Florida, but I know he was a real dickhead and got into some trouble. And he, for that reason, he either didn't get drafted and he got drafted in the supplemental draft, which is like a whole thing I don't want to describe. But it's where players that have off-the-field problems get picked. That's yeah. where Pryor got picked, right? Yeah, Pryor got picked there. And 
He's he, a dick. Was it one of those fights that they got in? I don't know. On field? I don't know. But yeah, he, they fought, got into a fight with Florida International, yeah, and they I think. stomped on some heads and stuff. Yeah. He's a piece of work. Uh, he's, he's a good player, though. He's a good player. I'm not going to say he's not, not that, but... Hmm. They haven't got his picture for the last six years or whatever. They're doing it on purpose now, I'm almost convinced. <laughs> Probably. And now they're laughing at that guy even yeah, more now. just to piss him off. Okay. All right, thanks for that, Will. Yeah. All right, my article uh, for discussion is from Gizmodo. It's entitled, You're Being Lied To. Windows 8 Isn't Bad for Gaming. It's by Kyle Wagner. And I don't know if you guys heard about the... Uh, what is it, CEO of Valve saying that Windows 8 is a catastrophe? Did, yeah, did anyone I, did, hear about I think that? we talked about it. Did we? Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Okay. Well, apparently, um, Gizmodo ran some tests on the... I don't know if it was... I think it was Kotaku, actually, that ran tests on yes. Windows 8. And Windows 8 outperformed Windows 7 in every single test, graphically um, and, you know, boot, boot times, everything. Windows 8 outperformed um, Windows 7. And what they think it comes down to is uh, distribution. And they said that the article basically says that uh, what the problem is 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 the I think I think both Valve and Activision or Blizzard Activision came out and said that Windows Windows 8 was going to be a disaster for gaming. But but it doesn't have anything to do with the performance aspect of it. It has to do more with the change in interface um, that. Uh, I think they use the example that people aren't going to be able to find their stuff and they're going to get pissed off and abandon PCs altogether. I don't know if they he thought, thought they were going to go to Macs or whatever, but um, I don't know. I think gamers probably have a pretty good handle on an operating system. Sure. I don't think uh, having a slightly different operating system is going to scare away a gamer from buying PC Who, games. Was the guy that was using it was probably like 70 or 80 years old, yeah. like, putzing around. They, prob- they might have trouble, yeah. but they're not the people that are buying all the games from Steam right. or playing World of Warcraft. Right. Um, so that was one of the big things. But also distribution was, was another big thing that, that they think it was, it was you know the reason why, why Activision and, and Valve came out against them. Because the the new Windows Marketplace in Windows 8 is supposed to offer a lot of the same software programs that Valve is supposed to start selling on Steam. So they think that that's another reason. Oh, really? Yeah. So, hmm. don't believe everything you hear in the media, people. There's a... When... I, I think I reported on when Gabe Newell, um, good, good guy Gabe from Valve, yeah. said that. Um, he didn't really offer very many... Reasons. Explanations, right? But uh, Kate Cox, who I love at Kotaku, actually yeah. has a really good article. Uh-huh. Um, who and she agrees with Gabe Newell. I, uh-huh. I'm looking at it right now. I don't want to have to read through everything. Um, but she does offer some very specific things, and she talks a lot about the user interface, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Um, which is kind of what you were you were talking about. Yeah. In 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 some way. Um, but yeah, if if you're interested in in her opinion, which I think is it's the best I've read of, of why it doesn't work. Um, I don't, I can't speak to it because I've, I've never used windows eight. Um, but she is, she is very, she, you know, has pictures and everything and she's very descriptive. So if you get it, if you get a chance and you're interested in that, I would read her article and, you know, like Dan said, uh, take it with a grain of salt because everybody, everybody's, uh, experience will be different. I think. 
Yeah. Um. But yeah, this like I said, this is from Kyle Wagner on Gizmodo. He says uh, Metro is mostly optional. You can revert the familiar to the familiar desktop at any time. Your Steam apps will work exactly the same as they always have. Uh, were you really going through your file hierarchy in the start menu and selecting your Steam games like that, or were you using shortcuts or just launching through Steam? So I mean, it, it goes into that. Like uh, most of it, most of the hate was on the on the on the file system, um, which is going to be a little bit different. But but really, he says you can still click on the start button and and cert, you know do the search for whatever program you're looking for. People because like to bitch. It yeah. is a little bit. It is a little bit different. It's mostly, as I think I said this before, but but the Metro. Uh, operating operating system in Windows 8 was was mostly made for tablets and touchscreen like all-in-one computers. Right. So it's really what it was built for, but you can always revert to the classic file system if you want. Cool. So and there's that. I think it just comes down to people like the bitch. Yeah, but performance-wise, it it outdoes uh, Windows 7 in every way. Yeah. I don't think there was one test where where Windows 7 outperformed Windows 8. So. Cool. We'll see. Are you gonna get it, Dan? Ah, uh, probably not right away. Um, be- only because I won't have the money for it. I would buy it right away if I had the the extra. F- I think it's gonna be forty bucks to upgrade from Windows XP Vista or Windows Seven to Windows Eight. Okay. Um, so maybe once I start working in the spring, I'll I'll upgrade. Okay. How how long has Windows Seven been out? Not very long. I was gonna say two years, it three years. Feel like it has been. Two or three years, probably. Yeah. Is that? pretty standard for how long before they put it no it's usually longer i think xp was out for quite a while before vista came out most people didn't buy vista and stayed with xp um because vista was kind of a kind of a train wreck um but a lot of people jumped on windows 7 okay so i bought windows 7 right away i upgraded from xp to windows 7 so and i really like windows 7 i have no problems with it same here so okay i think that's everything that's that's uh Roundtable discussion. For now. For now, we do. Or need to are we it. calling it Zynga? Zynga. Z- we'll, we'll, we'll name it Zynga for right now. Z i n g a. Zynga. Yeah. All right. Zynga. <laughs> I think we should stick with that. Zynga. <laughs> Maybe it'll yeah, put us on the radar. Our Zynga segment. If anybody, yeah, we'll 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 field some suggestions, but they have to be better than. Yeah, you're gonna have to beat Zynga. <laughs> Zynga. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. The song you are going to be hearing during the break is the song Your Room by the band If Madrid. Oh. What? Hey, Dan. Sorry, yes. I don't mean to interrupt no, your, fine. your thing, but were we going to talk about the the social media program we're doing? Oh, yeah. I did, I did forget to mention that. I actually meant to do that during feedback, and I forgot. Uh, what we're going to be doing every week is we are, for every new like on Facebook, um, are we going to do fa- followers on Twitter, too? Are we going to do it? I think we should. Okay. As long as it doesn't get too out of control, which right. I feel like it probably won't for a while at least. Well, you never know. <laughs> you but never do know. For every new like on Facebook that we get and follower on Twitter, we'll add them together and we'll we'll divide up the drinks among us. So we'll take we'll take uh, however many drinks. Shots for me. Shots, yeah, or drinks from a beer. I only have beer right now, so. Yeah. Although there is that little little bit of honey whiskey over I there guess, still. Yeah, I got a. Get another bottle. Yeah, I'll have to get some liquor too. Because I'd rather do shots than yeah. chugs of beer. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, for every li- new like on Facebook or follower on Twitter, we'll we'll do a drink. So basically, so. Or iTunes review. Sure. Yeah, I, you guys will have to keep track on that because okay. I don't. I'm not on iTunes. So. Um, I, I think, if you want to 
see us get pretty drunk, and I feel like it's pretty entertaining usually. It is, yes. Just get your friends. I mean, even if they don't like video games, tell them to quit being a dick yeah. and just hit the like button. Yeah. You know, what <laughs> is the problem? Tell them you're, you're trying to get some uh, some of your buds drunk. Right. And, and do is we, like don't, we don't flood their Facebook or their Twitter with a bunch of shit. No, we actually probably don't post as much as we should. Right. Exactly. If anything, <laughs> it's the opposite. We're pretty awful at it. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> mostly me, but, you know, see if you can get us drunk a lot. Yeah. We'd appreciate that. Sure. And I think yeah, and if, I think you would, too. If you haven't, uh, a lot of you who are listening probably already like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. So another way to get us to drink is to do the iTunes review or rating. Just, mm-hmm. you know, go to go navigate to iTunes and click how many stars do you think we deserve, and hopefully it's five. Yeah. Or create a Twitter. Or create a fi- uh, I'm not going <laughs> to tell people to create a Facebook because I, I, I hate Facebook. Create a Facebook. Create a Twitter and follow us on Twitter if you don't already have a Twitter. So, a Twitter account. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, You're going to be hearing the song Your Room by the band If Madrid. We'll be right back right after that.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 58 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played this week segment. Why don't we start with our guest? Adrian, did you play anything besides Guild Wars? Um, I bought a bunch of games um, when Steam had a summer sale. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I played They had some through, great deals. Yeah, I bought and played through Alan Wake in the mm-hmm. DLC. What'd mm-hmm. you think? I liked. I thought the combat's a little clunky, but the story's really crazy and cool. weird and cool. Yeah, that's what I've heard about that game. I bought it. I found it for really cheap, I think, on Amazon. I just haven't yeah. played it yet. But Did you get the DLC? No. I think you got the, I think the it's PlayStation like, version? I think I got it for Xbox. Xbox? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the DLC is really cool. I recommend cool. it. Cool. Um, and I got um, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Oh, okay. Too, which I liked. I always heard mixed things about it. Yeah. I I liked it. So. Boss battles. Will's game of the year last year, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I loved that game. Yeah. It's incredible. They didn't bother me. I, re- I heard they bothered some people. Yeah, I didn't play it, so I don't know. Nah. I didn't Will it. Will didn't seem to have a problem with it either, so. No. And I went all stealth character too, so. Yeah. yeah, I stealth most of the time. I didn't have much of a problem. Okay. Um, oh, what else did I get? Oh, I tried to play Rage. And <laughs> tried. I it, it's beautiful game. But yeah. I got so bored so fast. Yeah. It looks good though, right? Yeah, it looks really cool. I was repetitive kind of disappointed, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I could see uh, that. I also got the Dead Space games. Oh. I played some of those. Uh-huh. I'm not really into survival horror, but they're, it's a really cool environment. Yeah. Really I like the science fiction yeah, thing. I mean, me too, I, I, I guess technically Resident Evil could be considered science fiction too, but it's right. it's, it's in space, so I'm automatically <laughs> right, going to yeah, like yeah, it yeah. more because it's in space. So. Yeah, so Cool. That's what I did. And then nice. headed into Guild Wars. Yeah. That's all I've been doing. Yeah. Me too. And that's probably what I'm going to play for a while. I'll play a little Star Wars here and there, but mostly Guild Wars. Until Borderlands 2 comes out. Yes. Are you getting Borderlands? Yes. Where else are you going to get this fall? Dishonored. Dishonored looks awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, me too. I love that stuff. Yeah. Stealth, uh, supernatural, action, teleport. Yeah, no, I I know Todd's excited for Dishonored too, so... Great. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No. No. Are those the only two games you're going to get, like, out of the fall uh, lineup? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. No, like, Assassin's Creed or XCOM or anything like that? No. No. I think I got enough on my plate. Yeah. Well, Guild Wars will keep you occupied. There's enough enough yes. in that to keep you yeah, occupied for a while, so. Okay. Eric, what did you play this week? I played, let's see, the two things that I really wanted to talk about, because I'm going to save Madden for next week. Um, I played the demo for NHL 13. As did I. You did, so I'll wait on that, and we'll talk about it together. Okay. I played so the... Not. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so I we played the demo wait. for Pro Evo Soccer, which is like it's like FIFA's younger brother, kind of. Mm-hmm. Always gets good reviews, but mm-hmm. it's never as popular as FIFA for whatever reason. I actually really like it. Um, I've heard it's good. It's a lot different than FIFA, really. I, well, I shouldn't say a lot. The controls are different. There's a couple things I liked better about it. I didn't figure out all the controls and stuff like that, but I, there's a, a button that really helps. One thing in FIFA that's a bitch is just getting by people, really, like when you're in close. But there, when you hit the right bumper on Pro Evo, it's, it just makes the smallest little difference. It's You just kind of run past them. It's a little speed burst, and it... For whatever reason, it just made me really like that game. Oh, okay. Um, but it may I like it enough that I'm I, I'm going to buy it this year. Nice. 
So And as you said, you're getting it for PS3. Yeah, I'll get it for PS3. Um, Yeah, I definitely give it a try. If you like FIFA, try it. It's different. There's not a ton you can do on the demo. I mean, you can play as Germany, England, Portugal, and Italy. Um, and then there's some other teams that I'm not really familiar with. But, okay. um, yeah, really, really good game. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm interested to see, like, the career modes and all that stuff. So nice. I'm looking forward to that. Um, other than that, I played a little bit of Madden, not enough to really report on it. Um, I did look at the some of the reviews it was getting. IGN gave it a 9. Madden? It's actually getting pretty good reviews. Yeah, I got a seven and a half from GameSpot. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just give it a nine. I guess the well, physics are incredible, is what everyone's saying. Is that right? Well, yeah. we all know IGN likes right. the highball games. Yeah, I, I'll take, I'll shave off a point and a half to two usually yeah. from theirs. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, so you guys want to talk about NHL thirteen? Yeah, let's talk about NHL. What do you think? Um, you were exactly right with it playing slow. Yeah. Holy uh, shit, man. Yeah. Isn't it like a snooze fest? Abysmally slow. Yeah. That being said, I probably still want to get it. Yeah. Same here. But, oh. yeah, other than it playing slow, I didn't really have many complaints. Right. I thought You didn't think it was too slow? Like, I thought it was too slow for me to even bother wanting to play it. Like, I still want to get it, yeah. so. Yeah. Corey, what would you think about it? Uh, Yeah, I didn't really have quite the same sentiment as you, Dan. Um, I'm probably not going to get it. Just because right. there's more important games to get, but I did, I did. It it was a little bit slow, but it didn't. It felt slower, but it didn't really bother me. Um, I've played you know NHL 12 and NHL 11 games that have felt slow, like that one did. Yeah. So it might have just been, you know, it seems like there's a lot of different factors that go into how the the, the pace of the game, and I don't know exactly what those factors are. Um, but it could have just been, you know, the type of thing where that specific game was slow. And it kind of pissed me off that an NHL demo is one period. Why not just let you play a whole game? Didn't yeah. they do that last year, too, though? Yeah. yeah. It was the I third so. period. Um, Which is why so I, I played three of them, just to make sure I wasn't, it wasn't yeah, I like an see, anomaly. You, I played did three you play as well. as L.A.? Yeah. I played as L.A., and then I played one as the Devils. Yeah. And, Will, what would you think? I thought it was incredibly slow, and I thought the hitting was bad again. Yeah. I finally caught up to somebody to hit him, and it was one of those crappy hit from a couple feet away. Okay. Like an NHL 12. Yeah, see, I, I, I couldn't hit anybody, so I couldn't even experience that <laughs> because I was so far behind the play. Like, And then I would, like, you know, just row up against somebody, and it'd have, like, the whole huge... Huge, huge collapse ball. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm still getting really... at, but... I didn't really have any of that. I, You know, some of the things I liked about it was over NHL 12 was that I felt more in control when I had the puck. Um, maybe it was just because it was slower, but just my dekes and, you know, protecting the puck and moving around the defenders and stuff, I felt like I was way more in control than I felt in, in NHL 12. Huh. Um, defensively, too, you know. I don't know if it's just because that enhanced AI and everybody seemed to play their position a little bit better, but I felt like... Um, I was more in control of my guys and how they moved, and especially with the poke check, if if, if you uh, physically touched the puck with your stick, it was it was gone. Whereas in NHL 12, I felt like it was kind of like a die roll. You know, yep. even if your stick went through the puck, um, it might not necessarily poke it away. But in this one, every time I had like perfect aim with the poke check, it knocked it away. Right. Agreed. Which which made me made me pretty happy. Um, and I felt more capable of making plays. You know. Uh, driving around the net, passing out to the point, 
um, you know, just kind of adapting to how their defense was playing and, and doing that. Um, I will say, though, because I did have the benefit of playing NHL 11 this past weekend. My girlfriend, one of my girlfriend's roommate has an Xbox and NHL 11, so I played a couple games of that. Um, and it did feel different, and it did feel a lot faster and a little bit more arcadey, and it was a blast. Yeah. Um, but the biggest difference I noticed between the two, and this is kind of irrelevant to us talking about NHL 13. Well, I guess it's kind no, of relevant. No, it's but, completely um, irrelevant. The biggest difference in that game was just how easy it was to score goals. But yeah. at the same time, it was so rewarding every time you buried the puck in the net. Yeah, and it was fun it, to play. It was it was a blast to play. Yeah. And it's like, just, I don't know, it's just so easy to fake out the goalie and put him on his ass and shelf one and, you know, get in, get in close and have those awesome highlight goals and and all that stuff. So, you know, I will say that NHL 11 still is the most fun of the NHL, recent NHL games, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, but NHL 13, I, I don't know. I, I didn't, there wasn't anything that stood out that I didn't like about it. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple things that I did like about it. So. Right. Same boat for me, man. I just couldn't get past how slow it was. I could not get past how slow it was. It just dragged for me. Dragged. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was I like, don't know. I, 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 don't I know. couldn't get past that. Maybe because you're playing the third period, it takes into account fatigue for the players. I don't know. I, and yeah. I tried to keep in mind that it's not the finished product also. Yeah. I mean, it should be pretty close, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? NHL 13? I'm probably still going to get it. I don't know if I'll be getting it the day it comes out just because there's so much shit I want to get. It's coming out in two weeks. Yeah. Is there, so. Isn't another game coming out that day? Second. Tekken. You'd probably rather get Tekken, right? I don't I'd fucking know, man. I gotta see where my <laughs> bank account's looking at this point. Yeah. God. Okay. All right. Is that all you played, Eric? Yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Will, what'd you play? Um, about the time I started my early access for Guild Wars 2, I got into the Planet Side 2 beta. Okay. So that was perfectly timed. Yeah. Nice. Of course. So I played a little bit of that, but I, I can't <coughs> talk about it yet. Yeah, we can't talk about it. I can't wait to talk about it though. Me neither. But uh, I played that. Played more NCAA. Not a real lot to talk about with that, and I think that's it. Okay. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to play Madden today or anything. All right. Well, we're gonna talk. We're gonna have our Madden 13 episode next week. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only thing I played other than Guild Wars 2 was I played the Old Republic. Um, when I couldn't log into Guild Wars on Saturday, I played the Old Republic a little bit. Uh, you know, doing the normal stuff. I, my main character is level 43 now. I think it was 41 last week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my secondary character is 22, and then I have a character at level 15, and then my, my lowest level character is still level 8. But I uh, did a lot of crafting, blah, blah, blah. After I, But after I had played the PvP in Guild Wars 2 and liked it so much, I decided to try the PvP in Star Wars. Um, my bad. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, so I tried the PvP in Star Wars and really enjoyed it. It's not nearly as cool as the PvP in Guild Wars. Um, but it's like, I think maximum you can have 8 on 8, 8 Empire versus 8... Um, Republic. Republic. Yeah, Republic versus Sith Empire. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going for. Um, and they have a couple different games. They have, like, Capture the Points type of games, and then they have Hutball, <laughs> which I didn't really understand the rules of Hutball, so I didn't really care for too much for that one. But I, I was a lot better at PvP in Star Wars than I was in Guild Wars, only because I'm more familiar with that. Um, 
and my character is really pretty pretty sweet in in Star Wars. So I had like a two to one kill to death ratio, which was pretty good for me being a That's first good. timer yeah. in PvP. Um, you know, the people I played against probably had played a lot more than me. Um, but I had fun. It was it was a lot of fun to play. It was it was a different aspect to the game that I hadn't experienced before. Um, I hated dying a lot more in in Star Wars than I did in Guild Wars because of that personal aspect to it. I could see who was killing me. Right. Um, and I'm obviously a little more attached to my Star Wars characters because I've played the game longer. Um, I hated seeing my character get killed by some asswipe from from, <laughs> from the other faction in Star Wars. So. But it was fun, you know, if you're playing Star Wars, give it a try if you haven't tried it yet. I'll probably play that a little bit more, although, I don't know, it's hard to play other things when I, when Guild Wars is so awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I did. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, I've just got one game that I played. I spent a lot of time on the bus again this weekend, so I figured it was time to get another iOS game. So I got, uh, I think it came out last week or maybe two weeks ago, a game called PuzzleCraft, mm-hmm. uh, 99 cents. So, you know, a dollar I've probably gotten 10 hours worth of entertainment out of, which is always a good deal. Um, it, at first glance, it kind of looks like a Farmville of sorts, a farming sim, and it does borrow a lot from that sort of concept. Uh, there's a lot of games like that nowadays anyway. Um, you, you grow your settlement by building farms and mines and cottages and other village structures um, with resources that you've collected. Um, but it's also an economy economy simulator because you're managing resources, selling surpluses at the market, and all that fun kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but what makes it a little bit different than a, a, a simple Farmville game is uh, the way resource collection happens. And it happens in two places. It happens on the farm, and it happens in the mine. And the way it works is it's, it's all based on connecting like resources on a bejeweled-like grid. And the resources you can collect are weak. Uh, wheat, grass, trees, and chickens. And so you drag your finger along the grid and connect them as long as they're adjacent. And the more you collect, the more will go into your stockpile and they become your resources by doing that. Um, but if you connect a certain amount of, say, wheat in a row, it'll turn into a carrot and a carrot will drop on the grid. And you have to have at least three to, to drag your finger and collect them. So there's a, a little bit of strategy, not much. Um, the mine kind of follows a similar structure, except resources specific to a mine, like ore and coal and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so you use those resources to craft tools, um, which can make your resource collection more effective, uh, build structures, upgrade your settlements, hire workers to make your resource collection more effective. And uh, by that, it just means like you can, it only takes, or it takes one less wheat to make a carrot, just like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, carrots are more sustenance food-wise than wheat would be. So, you know, it's in your best interest to get as many carrots as possible. And then if you if you get a certain amount of carrots in a row, that becomes, I think it's an apple. And then apples become apple pie or, you know, it's something stupid like that. But it, to me, it was the game as a whole was a little more than an addictive time sink. Um, at no point do I feel like my skill or intelligence have an influence on the game, um, nor did I feel myself getting any more proficient at the game in any kind of noticeable way hmm. uh, and those kind of games just aren't for me i was gonna say i don't know if i like that <clears throat> yeah it's 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 just like i said it's just a time sink and it's it, and it feels very linear because of that it's just like okay i need more chickens so i can do another run at the mine and get more ore to build this thing and then i build this thing and then there's this other thing i need to build right after and it's like you get to choose where you put your buildings but it doesn't really matter um, 
it doesn't matter at all. It's just, you know. It's arbitrary. I guess to make it feel more personal, but, it, you know, it has no effect on gameplay. Um, so, yeah, th these those kind of games aren't really for me. It's just something I do to kill time. And it, and it is good at that, but that's it. So, and there are market transactions for coins, and you use coins to do pretty much everything in the game if you want. You know, you can you can build structures by getting the resources you need, or you can just spend coins on it. So if you're rich, you could just buy your way through the game. Pay to win? Which is whatever. Yeah, pay to win. Um, so it, it's actually got fairly good reviews, and people seem to like it. I'm not big on it. I wouldn't really recommend it unless, you know, for the same type of thing. You're just looking for a time sink. Okay. That everything? Yeah. All right. I think that's it. That's all we got to talk about for this week, right? Mm. <laughs> all right. Let me go through our usual rigmarole. The old rigmarole. The old rigmarole. Shit. What's the shot? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to do a shot of the honey whiskey because <laughs> I finished my beer. All right. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. As we said before, new likes equal drinks for us. I'm going to do my drink right now. I just did one. I gotta tell you though, that goes down smooth. It is, it's good stuff. Honey whiskey, man. Uh yeah, Facebook page is Facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes, twitter.com slash T S athletes, or at capital T capital S athletes. Our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. Our voicemail number is six zero seven five two seven zero five four seven. Uh, you can leave us an email at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. As I said before, uh, rate us on iTunes if you're on iTunes, or favorite us on Stitcher if you happen to have Stitcher on your iOS or Android device. We should say to use the voicemail number to leave a hello you're listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if any listeners want to wanna leave, if you heard at the beginning of this, this episode we had intern Tyler, um, very generously leave a, you know, just a g little greeting message at the beginning of the episode uh, saying, you know, you know say, say your name, uh, say you're listening to Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We'll put it at the beginning of the episode before. Should we have them say where they're from or if they feel like it? Whatever they feel like saying. Right. Yeah. Uh, keep it short, though. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want anything too long before the episode. You know, a few seconds of a greeting and we'll play it before before an episode. And if you do something, plug yourself. Yeah, absolutely. We've, I mean, uh, yeah, because like Chase does the YouTube videos, so you know if Chase wants to plug that, that's fine. Um, that would be great, actually. Uh, and yeah, we're uh, like Corey said, we'll probably do a. Did we talk about this on air or did we talk about this off air? We're gonna do a state of the podcast episode. We talked about it on air. Did we? Yeah, just to let you know some of the some of the changes we're making. Um, yeah, mostly minor things, but. Um, the main thing being we're going to start releasing two episodes per week instead of just one. So mm, I think that's everything. Adrian, thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we'll have you on again once you come back and maybe talk about uh, Dishonored on PC or That'd be cool. Borderlands. Was the other? Yeah, Borderlands. Are you getting Borderlands? Yeah. Okay, for PC but not Xbox. Yeah. Well, we can have you talk about the PC versions. Uh, have fun in Finland. Thank you. I'm very jealous. Safe travels. Yeah. Thank you. I know how those Finns can be over there. I wouldn't. Oh yeah. I wouldn't Extremely blame. Extremely nice. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah. great people, say. you know. Uh, uh, I wouldn't come back if I was you. Screw this place. This yeah. shithole country. 
you would, thoughts always in the back of my you mind. You would miss yeah. our employer so much. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should say Adrian work, works worked with me, works with Eric and Tyler, so. Not Todd. Todd doesn't work there. Oh, Todd, too. I, <laughs> Todd flipped me off. I, I deserve that. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. So thanks for listening, everybody. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Hey, what's with the blinds and the pieces of